welcome, welcome, welcome to this crazy idea we had called, we're going to call the go for two for one. It's Super Bowl week. It's the NBA trade deadline. We couldn't pick what we wanted to talk about. So we pulled a John Dutton and said, F it. We're going to ride up to the hill, see what happens. We're going to talk about it all. The go for two for one. It's Jordan. It's Drew. And yes, it is Teddy and Tori. A four-way death match. Guys, what is up? Balls, balls, and more balls. Let's get into it. Drew and Jordan with the T-Square boys. I love it. Let's get crazy. Tori, what's up, bro? Always glad to be here. Glad to throw out a couple, you know, uh, football tidbits here and there. Just got, uh, you know, a couple bets spewing in my mind that I like to talk about. Uh, right, and right. uh, But more importantly, glad to talk some NBA. Teddy? Gentlemen, always good to be here. There hasn't been a fatal four-way this good since Bret Hart, Stone Cold, The Undertaker, and a Mankind went at it in the, fi- in the final four, man. Wait, are you? Uh, wait, what, what, what a reference. What, 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 what. We... You realize how bad you just muffed that? Mankind yeah, was not in I, that match. I know. I, I was thinking of who the fourth guy Vader. is as I was saying it. Thank you, Vader. Vader. Oh, Drew correcting the wrestling gotta, guy. We, we got to dr- figure out who's who here. It's my favorite yeah. match of all time, and he just butchered it. That I'll, you, I'll, take, I'll take Vader. Uh, well, I'll take Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you just took Drew, mine and Drew's guy, so I'll take Stone Cold then. <laughs> I will, I'll, I'll take whichever Fuck one. Fuck it, I'll take, I'll take Taker then. I'm going to outlast all you bitches. <laughs> I, I say you do have the undefeated WrestleMania record, so. Uh, yeah. Man. All right, on that note, let's assume positions for the world-famous two-brew salute. And a three, and a two, and a one. Yes. Skadoosh. Mm. Um, double nug for double nugget neck for a double pod. Drew, what are you drinking? Uh, I am going back to the liquor train. Still trying to uh, drink off this uh, tailbone pain as I was doing the other night for uh, anyone that caught the two beers this week. Uh, a little more gentleman's Jack. All right, mixing Teddy. it with uh, mixing it with some some uh, some scrippies. Drew got some scrippies. Drew got some scrippies. I'm uh, finishing the, up this six-pack of the Gloria, the, the Blonde Ale from Brick City Brewing. I love it, man. Gloria, Gloria. Tori, what you got? Uh, just rolling with a regular Nugget Nectar. I, I didn't know if we were going to be drinking two beers on this thing or what, so I grabbed two uh, regular Nugget Nectars. I'll All call right. it a double. All right, All right. Sweet. Well, let's start out with the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The the go for two Super Bowl preview, uh, Drew. You you take the reins. Uh, yeah, man. Sunday, we got the fourteen and three Philadelphia Eagles against the fourteen and three Kansas City Chiefs. Big Red Andy Reid coaching against his old team. A lot of a lot of stories, man. A lot of a lot of interesting stuff going on for the Super Bowl. Um, God, it's I I hate this week in between. Uh, it'll, it it t- always takes a little bit of luster out, but you know, Goodell's got to get his uh, his extra sponsorship uh, dollars here, getting getting the media days going in. But um, I'm I'm excited for it. We're gonna before we get into the X's and O's though. Teddy's t- Teddy's a big numerology guy. This guy loves patterns. He's like the go love the play. numbers. He's like the go go down in Florida. The dude just sees patterns. So we're gonna we're gonna have Teddy go through some of the some of the num- numerology here for the Super Bowl. Some some quick funsies. 
yeah, I think the biggest one is is that these teams are pretty much dead even when you look at it. Both of them 16 and three overall record. Both of them scored 546 points this year, which, uh, you know, just looking at it on a game-by-game basis, you wouldn't think that. You'd think the Eagles would have scored way more than Kansas City this year. But, hey, both have scored 546. Both teams boast six All-Pros, including a Kelsey brother and their quarterback. And they're both their conference's number one seed. Last time we had a number one seed uh, battle, another number one seed was the 2017 Super Bowl, which the Philadelphia Eagles also won. So, uh, what do you think about that, where the teams have the same amount of points this year? It's pretty crazy. You rarely see that. It's pretty nuts. I, I mean, the all-pro thing, I'm sure, happen, has happened before. But, like, both right. teams being 16-3, and three, both having the same amount of points scored, uh, and both being the one seeds. Which, again, I don't, I don't know how, how often in football you get both one seeds. I know 2017 was the last time we had it. I don't, I don't know how often before that that is so but it does seem like it's a rarity in football just because of the one and done nature but i'm not i'm not as big on the numerology stuff but i mean that is some pretty spectacular uh coincidences right there one other uh big number uh 10 number of playoff wins for patrick mahomes he's not even 28 years old yet that's the most ever for a quarterback before the age of 28 and, and looking back on this, I thought Tom Brady might have done this, but he actually didn't because uh, they were getting the bye week, uh, I think, with a couple of those early Super Bowls that he had before he turned 28 years old. But mm. 10 playoff wins at the age of 27. What do you guys think well, and about they that? Missed, and, and after they won the, the first Super Bowl, they didn't make the playoffs the next year. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yes. So. Uh, listen, I, that was one of the – the storylines we talked about last week, you know, I think we, I, I joked about it in my rant, uh, epic and Aaron Rodgers rant last week. If, if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl this weekend, I, I don't even think it's debatable. I'm putting ahead, I'm putting him ahead of Aaron Rodgers as, as, uh, all time on the all time quarterback list, wherever, you know, debate where those guys are. I, I think Mahomes takes over him. The, the playoff wins, the stats, are, and I would say, are you assuming that his stats catch up to be something similar to Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, or probably, just, but I don't just, even I don't even really care just about cut the it stats. off. You don't even care at this. I point? don't even care at this point. Yeah, I mean, who cares? <laughs> oh. Like, I, I've I've seen I've seen Rodgers lose enough uh, enough home playoff games as as the favorite with a top ten defense and a top ten run game to then just give it to Mahomes. He's he's also uh, Mahomes is also the youngest quarterback to reach three Super Bowls. So that's another feather in his cap right there. Um, so Mahomes is shattering all these records. With, with When it comes to age, you know, his first five years starting in the league, I, we all know his rookie year he sat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he shattered all of those records already, and he's only, like I said, he's not even 30 years old yet, so it's only going to be interesting to see where the numbers go from here. His I first mean, five years as a starter, he made the AFC Championship game every year. Every year. Correct. Yeah, it's wild. So I, I got some stuff here, guys. If you guys just want to go rapid fire, I'm going to throw out – a statement and you I guys got, hold on i i got yeah, go I, ahead, got, I got one more pattern for you oh yeah go for it go uh, for Teddy, it which is so when we had the dallas 49er game we had that mm-hmm. weird thing where dallas they all all season they won four games lost two games won four games lost two games won four games lost two games mm-hmm. and the niners game was going to be the track of uh, once again winning uh you know winning the four or yeah. winning, starting the, the pattern again uh Jalen Hurts this season. Please tell me I just did, I did not delete this. So Jalen Hurts as a starter this year is sixteen and one because he didn't play. He was hurt, missed the two games against uh, Dallas and New Orleans, New Orleans. Which, which they lost. Won eight games, lost a game. He's now won eight games, 
does the pattern continue and he loses wow. on Sunday? Rut row. Rut row. If you love patterns and now you love Dallas, Now Dallas didn't hold true to their pattern, so maybe Jalen no. won't. But I thought that was uh, when I was looking at the um, – That's the very 16, interesting. When I was looking at the 16-1 record, I'm like, huh, did he do 8-1 and then 8 again? I was like, oh, God, here we go with these stupid Hey, patterns stupid are meant things. to be broken, man. <laughs> so uh, here, I'm going to throw I'm gonna throw out a statter statement. A couple of these I, I can't, but, but I'm just going to throw some things out here. You guys try to guess the number. So yeah. how about it, this one? Through – through the through both teams two playoff games, what is the combined number of interceptions both teams have thrown? And give it to me quick. I don't want you thinking about it. Five, three, zero. Wow. Neither team has thrown an interception in any of their playoff games yet. Chiefs have turned it over once, but it wasn't an interception. So how about okay. that coming into this game? No, both quarterbacks playing at an elite level coming into this. Pretty uh, pretty spectacular stat. Awesome. There. Okay, before this season, no team had four different players rush for blank or more number of touchdowns in a single season. So 37. No, no, okay, just mi- oh, minimum. Sorry. <laughs> four, four different players at minimum scored this number of touchdowns for a team, and it's never happened before Wait, this season. Wait, did you say season. score or rush? Rush. These are rushing touchdowns, yeah, so it's, rushing, the, right? it's the Eagles. The Eagles did Six. this. Okay, good, good guess. Uh, Drew, you want to guess? Uh, seven. No, five. Five. All right. So all right. before this season, no team had four different players rush for five or more touchdowns in a single season. That's the Eagles. Hertz, Sanders, Gainwell, and Boston, Boston Scott all scored five or more. That number five, also the number of passing touchdowns the Chiefs have thrown in, in the playoffs this thus far. So that's okay. the number five. Uh, okay, how about this one? <clears throat> and, and if I give you this hint, you'll get it right away. So I'm not going to give you that hint, but I'm going to say this. So the Eagles' run game clearly has been dominant all season. Of their nine touchdowns this year in the playoffs, how many of them have been on the ground out of the nine? Six. Jordan? How many of the nine? They have, they've had nine total touchdowns in the playoffs. How, how many, many have been rushing? Um, yeah, I was going to say six. It's as probably well. seven. It's no. seven. Yeah, it is seven. Seven, and it's all, seven is also the number of points allowed by the Eagles in their two playoff games as well. So that's that's another interesting wow. one there. Love How about numbers. this one? How about this one? Mahomes to Kelsey, right? Historic touchdown duo in the playoffs. They just passed Montana and Rice. They're sitting right behind Brady and Gronkowski for most all time. Montana and Rice in what? Total touchdowns, quarterback, quarterback, yeah, quarterback. To, to his receiver. Could be a tight end, whatever. In the, in the playoffs? In playoff history. Yeah. What? They are sitting second behind Brady and Gronkowski. How many – what do they? What is their current number of touchdowns in their playoff history? And then I'll give you what Brady and Gronk have and how, how many they need to, to tie them and pass them. Let's so right see. now, Mahomes to Kelsey, career-wise, how many – what is the – And he's played – He's played five. He's, he's five. played sixteen or seventeen games. So I'm going to say ten. I'm going to say sixteen. Thirteen. All right. There you go. Tory got it. Thirteen. 13. Wow. Thirteen touchdowns. Brady and Gronk in their history had fifteen. So if, if Mahomes and Kelsey connect for two touchdowns this weekend, they're going to tie Brady and Gronk. If they get three, which is going to be tough, they'll they'll pass them. So that that just tells you five years of Mahomes, him and Kelsey are already number two all time. Uh, in quarterback to receiver connection, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and let me see if I, there's anything else worthy of. Uh, now everything else is pretty much the, this. These are not numbers that you could throw in and guess. So th- those are some interesting numbers uh, and, and stats. I mean, we all know the do- the dominant 
uh, Eagles run game this year. They've, they, they have 32, I believe, what do they have here? 32 rushing touchdowns this year, which was a league best. And the Chiefs had 18. So the Eagles doubled them up in rushing touchdowns. So that's an yeah. interesting one too. But, yeah, there's your numerology. Interesting stuff, man. Love numbers. Absolutely love them. Um, all right. Real quick, because I do want to keep this Super Bowl uh, heavy, but uh, can we officially say Aaron Rodgers is off the rocker? I, I haven't I haven't been up to speed as much on this like dark seance uh, like thing that he's intervention he's doing. Somebody somebody walk me through what he's doing. He's pooping and eating in the dark for like a week straight. Like what is what is going on with this psycho? He's, he's going into a dark retreat. So it is. It's basically isol. It's isolation. It's basically uh, friggin' Andy Dufresne in the hole, or <laughs> and or uh, uh, Paul Newman in the hole. Okay. Uh, cool Hand Luke. Yeah, he's he's going in isolation for four days, in complete darkness. Everybody's the questions everybody's asking. What's he gonna eat? Like, where's he gonna poop and pee? Like, do you, can you break your 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 darkness for like that type of stuff like how how do you not go crazy because when you like how do you know how many hours you've been in there like it's very confusing in that aspect and it's something batshit crazy that he would do and presumably he's going to be on just quaaludes and whatever else as well ayahuasca is this is this real he's going to be on quaaludes or are you just kidding no ayahuasca i I, I threw that part in there I was like, are we are we at the point where we're just allow we're we're actually allowing like these athletes to say they're going to be doing illegal drugs? <laughs> what, is, what is ayahuasca? That's the, that's that LSD. It's like a LSD type drug that he did last year when he went on his yeah, like mission no, or whatever. Is he, is he going to actually do it? It's say? basically a, I think it's a hallucinogen, right? I mean, that's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. No yeah. parts of this shit, Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, that, is that legal? Is that is that legal? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, no, yeah, that be. is. So yeah, I love how he's just openly saying he's doing illegal drugs, and like no one gives Look, a shit. I have no idea I don't if think it's illegal, illegal in whatever drugs. state or country he's doing this in. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for a league that doesn't allow their guys to smoke weed, like there's right. no way this is legal. Hey, one of the funnier things I heard this week on uh, New York sports radio was, uh, you know, because the Jets, a lot of Jets fans calling in hoping that they're going to get Rodgers because they signed Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Was uh, so someone sneak away to find out where he's doing this four-day, you know, darkness retreat, retreat, and just go next to him and, and whisper Jets, Jets, and try to get in his head and try to get him to like convince himself when he gets out of there. Oh, I need to go to the Jets. So that was one of the funnier yeah, well, things that I heard that's this exactly week. It. Like, so you're gonna do this, and you're gonna have some kind of moral clarity of this is yeah. what I need to do with my life. Right. Well, well, uh, uh, it's need it's army it's part. It's, it's par for the course for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this guy's been, for the last, I'd say, what, four years now? Every year you're hearing something crazy that this guy's doing, and you're not even surprised anymore. I mean, are, are you surprised that you heard him say this? Uh, I just don't know how you could go four days in the darkness and be like, all right, I'm going to decide the rest of, if I'm going to retire or not, uh, you know, th- this is how I'm going to figure it out. I, you know, doing hallucinogens, uh, I don't know. He's He's a nutcase. I think the league would be better off if he just retired as well, but I, I think he's going to stick around, to be honest with you. Darkness washed over, over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Nice. Yeah. What a loser. Uh, I, I still don't know how how any team pulls off a trade for him with that contract. I just – I don't – Yeah. I, and, again, it's my – it's I don't I don't know the 
a team with cap space. Like the Jets could do it if they wanted to. You know, they have they have the cap space, and I think they have picks they could give away. But it's going to be tough. So, like, is that so in the NFL? It's not at the NBA. Like, you don't actually have to match the salary, right? You just have to have the room to take what you get. Right. Correct. You have to. You, yeah. you just okay. have to have the room. Right. Yes. Okay. That's all right. That makes and the, sense. And the though. salary cap uh, bumped up considerably this year. I think. Did it? Yeah, I think they. Okay. There's more money from TV deals and all that. They they announced it. What what the new salary cap is. So teams will have room. I mean, the teams that have. The those, space can do it. Those, those TV ratings just keep million, just those, yeah, those TV ratings just keep getting bumped up. The more uh, right? Mike Tomlin Mike Tomlin finishes over five hundred. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, Devontae Adams I think is already openly campaigning to get his former quarterback to Vegas. You know, now that Brady's retired, I mean uh, Rogers is the old man on the block, and uh, that'd be a good spot for for uh, for uh, Rogers if he wanted to go. Except that division's very difficult. So yeah, I mean. Well, he'd be the best quarterback in it, but yeah. He 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 never let uh you know no. any any kind of road to the Super Bowl stop him before. So yeah. he's not better than Mahomes, so he's not. He wouldn't be. The oh, best quarterback sorry, I, I thought I thought you were talking about the AFC uh, AFC East. I'm sorry. No, the West. Apo- yeah. Apologies. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. So yeah, Rogers is a is a wacko. We all know that. Wow. What yeah. what else you got for us, Drew? That's fun. Uh, I think that's their only real like wacky. Uh, NFL thing I have. Uh, so let we'll get into the exit before we get into the exit. Ted, do you need to vent? Are you okay? Like I uh, about what? I I don't know. It seems to be like a thing this week with like anyone related to the 49ers want to like cry and bitch a little bit. <laughs> do you want to get it out? Like is is there anything else? Like I just saw their like their kicker today was like crying and bitching. Like if you if Listen, you this is this is a safe space for you. If you need to like I get something that. out, get something out. Well, I think I got it out last week, but <laughs> listen, I think D- Debo kind of nailed it on the head. Out of all the players that kind of said something this week, I think he was the least whiny. He just said he wished they had another quarterback on the roster. That's all he really said. He said we wish they had, we had a third quarterback, uh, and the sting of the loss kind of was not as bad this time because they were kind of out of it early. They kind of knew, hey, Brock can't throw the ball, uh, you know, n- Josh got knocked out unconscious. You know, he had a concussion. So they really couldn't do anything. So they knew it was like a foregone conclusion. Uh, you know, listen, these guys are these guys battle all year long. They clearly felt like they were the best team in the NFC. Brandon Ayuk specifically has been saying it since the game ended seemingly every day to put all your money on Kansas City. The, the Niners were about to, you know, th- throw the rock all over the Eagles. They just never got the chance to. McCaffrey says he hopes both teams lose. Uh, he feels like the game got stolen. Kittle had something to say about it. The kicker, like Robbie Gold, said something about it. So, you know, Shanahan, you know, said in his post game, he he wants the NFL to look into the rule about carrying a third quarterback, making sure that it doesn't count against your overall playoff roster. This is a rare occurrence. This doesn't happen that often, so it was just a kind of a unique situation. Hasn't happened in the twelve years since they. Yeah, it, ha- it hasn't happened. Look, look, but look what happened. I mean, the game was not competitive. I mean, <laughs> they got two quarterbacks knocked out of the game, injured, and unfortunately, they lost. I'm not going to whine or complain about it, but I think these guys are just letting off some steam before the. You know, it still stinks. It's fresh in their minds. You know, they feel like they should be playing in Arizona. I mean, I, all I guess if you if you believe in bulletin board material, which I do not, they are giving the Eagles plenty of it this week. Well, the so. Niners aren't playing. I mean, what, what <laughs> I'm just matter? saying they're they're giving. They're, they're, Patrick Mahomes is probably like, can you guys just shut up about because yeah. Now these guys are talking shit about Jalen Hurts too. Like, oh, you got make this guy be a quarterback. And he, you know, I'm not going to go as far as say that if <laughs> if Purdy plays the whole game that the Niners win because obviously the Eagles are a really good team, but. I think 
it might have been closer. It might have been competitive and yeah. much closer than what we saw. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's just I, I, I'm, I've just never seen some of this where they just they're still doing it, and now the kicker got into it today. I was like, oh my and, god. And if the Eagles win on Sunday, I'm going to guarantee that the Thursday night opener is going to be the Niners at Philly, and I, and I can't wait for that one. Brendan I probably Detroit. won't even be on the team next year. <laughs> All right, let's hope he is because the Niners would be stupid to get rid of him. Uh, well, he's a free agent, right? Or uh, no, I don't think so. I think he's got they could pick up his option. I think I'm, I'm not sure what his deal is. I'd have to gotcha. look into it, but. Gotcha. I don't think he's a free agent yet. Okay. All right. Well, you know, rest, uh, you know, RIP uh, 49ers 2023 season. So, uh, all right. Big game. Eagles, Chiefs. Teddy, you're the football guy. You start us off. Give us, give right, us, you, give us, give us the X's and O's here. You want, you sure you want me to start? You want Jordan, to, Jordan, you want to jump in here? Or you want me to take it? Um, you want to, you, you could start off if you want. No, no, no. You, you go. Uh, I appreciate the offer, but I, I'll, uh, you know. Yeah, if you my, want to chime my, in, let me know. My degenerative, yeah. degenerative gambling. I'll, I'll, I'll let my analysis it. bleed into that segment. So you go ahead. You're on a okay. roll. Well, I was All gonna right. say you can, you, 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 you chime in because I was gonna go last. Uh, yeah, Tor, if, Tor, if you want to chime in so, too, but. Yeah, Tori, you're allowed, you're allowed to talk. I'm at jumping a, I'm, in. I'm, I'm taking over. I'm, this I'm, is I'm my fully, podcast now. <laughs> it is I, mine. I'm, yeah, I'm fully going to be getting Teddy to interact on the uh, on on the two for one. So feel free to interact on yeah. on this go for two special. This is a it's a jam packed show. Bring the heat, guys. This is a super you're super flat. show, man. You're so flat. Super I'm show, you guys baby. Go in. Uh, all right, so, start us off here, Teddy. I mean, the way I look at it, it's it's kind of a clash of styles. It's a class of clash of cultures, if you will. The Eagles. Coming into this game, we know how dominant their run game's been all season. They finished top five in the league in the, in the rushing department. I mentioned the 32 rushing touchdowns earlier, the, the most in the league. On the other hand, the Kansas City Chiefs, we, we know what they like to do. They like to throw the ball. They're relying on one man, Patrick Mahomes, 27 years old, playing in his third Super Bowl in four years, one of the top offensive uh, you know teams in the, in the league this year. So it's kind of a, an old school versus new school, if you will. You know, one team likes to run the ball a lot. One team likes to throw the ball a lot. And then you got the two two distinct styles, uh, you know, defensively trying to control these two offenses. Now, we all know, I, th- I feel, and I'm sure everybody, I don't know what you guys think, I think the Eagles clearly have the better defense. I mean, we've talked about their ferocious pass rush sure all year like long. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. what do you think, Drew? Right, seventy sacks this year, right? Only two behind the vaunted nineteen eighty five Bears defense, right? I yeah, mean, I mean, th- defensively, like defensively, yeah, I, I, without a doubt, I think you know the secondary might not be as good as it, it seems on paper, but mm-hmm. by far the defensive line is is insane. Um, Correct. I mean, you. I, I don't know how many more times I had to say it. I mean, taking taking the uh, 49ers' best chance of winning the game out of the game on the you know third play of it. Hassan Reddick not being in the final like the final three for Defensive Player of the Year was atrocious. Hey, listen, uh, Nick Bosa just won that tonight. So yeah, well, that's great. Um, I'm kidding. Bosa, <laughs> yeah, Bosa definitely deserved it. But again, Reddick, if you actually put Hassan Reddick's numbers up against uh, you know, yeah, he had Nick, good numbers uh, this year. Yeah, against Minka Parsons. Uh, it's come on, Minka. Yeah, like let's be honest. Like Reddick had a better season than Parsons. Like it's not. It wasn't even close. Um, right. So. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think again the secondary. I I love I love big play all day slay slay. Um, all right. those guys back there. But I think uh, you know I I think the defensive the defensive uh, edge. Yeah, the defensive edge is where they they've really made their money here. Right. So so how do you slow down Patrick Mahomes? Right. I mean the <sighs> same way. Right, you got to get at him. Right, take the game plan of what the Tampa Bay Bucks did two years ago. Right, you, you, they hit him. 
they hurried him, they mauled him. You know, they they made life a living hell. And the the big difference though from from that team to this t- Chiefs team, the offensive line is way better now. I yeah. think this time around than it was two years ago. They right after that game, I mean, it seemed like immediately once the off season hit, they invested yep. big time in some free agents, right? And and they and correct they, me if I'm wrong, but didn't right. the uh, AFC Championship game right before they played Tampa Bay? Didn't they ha- lose a couple of their offensive they did, linemen yeah. in that they game? They did. Yeah, and yes, that's they why did. their yep. offensive line was not as good in that game. That's that's a good point that Tory brings up there. I, I t- had forgotten about that, so that's probably the case. They lost a couple guys, but yeah. a couple guys I think were also just leaving the team. I think after that, and they decided, you know what, we have to protect Mahomes if we're going to win another Super Bowl. And they clearly invested in that. Now the thing is, I think they're still going to have their hands full, right? I mean, yeah. and, right? I mean, I, I say it, another another difference between that Super Bowl is I don't think Hurts and the Eagles are going to get two gift wrap touchdowns on horrendous pass, inter- pass interference calls that got the Bucks out to like the the fourteen. I don't know. You never know what the the way the officiating has been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I still I still stand by that that the officiating yeah. was so was so hooked on Brady that year that in that first half that it just became so insurmountable. But go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I, I still think, listen, the O-line's way better this time around, but I think they're still going to have their hands full. And yeah. we still don't know. Look, Mahomes has had two weeks to rest the ankle now. He was he was fine in the AFC title game, but he was still limping around. So we don't know the severity, but you would think 14 days in between games would allow some time for him to heal. Yeah. So he's probably going to be as healthy as he can be coming into this. But if, if the Eagles are going to want to have any success, that's the game plan. I mean, Well, yeah, and pick, uh, to me the – the two areas they have to focus on. Not number yeah. one. I mean, I, Mahomes. That's no brainer. Obviously, Ted. I get you know, you're 100 percent right. Uh, what are they going to do defensively with Travis Kelsey? Yeah, uh, I have that. I yeah, think, I, I have I, a note here for that. Yep. Yeah, I went. Do you have like their what they've done against no, tight end? Is that no? I, I don't have what they've done against tight ends, but that's that's where they're gonna. I think they're gonna have to double team him. If, to be honest with I, you, because I didn't have yeah. someone else beat you. I, I should have. I should. I should have screenshotted it. But in like the last three or four years, the Eagles, um, the Eagles haven't given up like any touchdowns. To t- it's something crazy. They've given up like the fewest touchdowns or yards to tight ends, except okay. for like the the biggest the biggest tight end game that um has gone against them in the last 5 years was last year against the Chiefs with Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Cuz they, oh, yeah, no, they had no answer for. It. I I should have screenshotted. I'm which those it. which that game I uh, had a I had it written down somewhere. They scored a combined 72 points in that game. Yeah, I mean, hell, and I mean they had they had no answer for Kelsey but Tyreek Kill. Right, you ready a, for it? I googled it on yeah, the Yeah, thank fly. you thank you Jordan. Oh, there we go. Go for it. Hi- highest amount of yards by a tight end um versus the Eagles this year was uh wait 48 wow okay which was zach Ertz. oh okay, okay. i would have guessed wow. schultz the highest game highest amount of receptions was six by zach Ertz. wow okay the tight ends they went up against had six i'll, I'll just rattle off the amount of catches six zero zero four one one three zero three one 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 three two one one zero zero three five four <laughs> One one four zero. Wow. Oof. So yeah. that, there you go. And, no, but the none thing of is, ecl- none of them eclipsed fifty yards. Uh, and none of them are Travis up, Kelsey. Yeah, that's they, that's. They let yeah. up. They let up one touchdown to Irv Smith. Out okay. Of the tight end spot. So th- those are those are really good numbers against the tight end. And for a key, like you said, Drew, that's a key in this game. What are they going to do to slow down a guy like Travis Kelsey? Look, uh, the, all due respect, probably to the, all the tight ends they face this year. This guy's probably going to be, you know, top two when he retires career-wise. So I think personally, they 
look, they have good linebackers that can run, run with guys. They might have to double him and just dare someone else to beat them. I mean, you dare Kadarius Tony to beat you, dare Juju Smith-Schuster, MVS to beat you. You can't let Travis Kelsey run wild because we've seen what he does to these other teams that he plays against, right? I mean, you would think that that would be the game plan on on Kelsey. That that's what I would think. So, yeah. what are your thoughts on that, Drew? hundred uh, percent. Like that's to right? me. That's that's key number one, and then key number okay. two is. I, I mean, Andy was here forever. You know, he's not uh, a he's not a guy that likes to run the ball, but he is the king of the screen game. You mm-hmm. have you have yes. to be ready and Pacheco. disciplined. Yeah, you have to be ready and disciplined for. Jarek McKinnon has been very big for them in the screen game. I think he ended up with nine receiving touchdowns. Yeah. So that I mean that like. It's no secret what he does. Like, if anybody yeah. should be familiar with what Andy Reid does, it should it should be the it should be the Eagles organization from top to bottom. <clears throat> so, and even I and even Sirianni, I didn't realize Sirianni was a uh, a coach a coach on the Chiefs when Reid got there. And then yeah, he Reid fired, fired him. him. Yeah, yeah so, crazy. You know, like, so those are the key. You have to be prepared. Mahomes is going to do what Mahomes does, but right. those are the two things that the Eagles really need to focus on. And and yeah, so so they're going to have their O line's going to have their hands full. And in my opinion, if that's the thing, if Mahomes gets the time, if the O-line of the Chiefs are able to hold hold up against the likes of a guy like Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, J- Javon Hargrave, like just this is a who's who's of a D-line here, a front seven. Uh, if, if their O-line can hold up against these guys and Mahomes has the time, I think... Uh, you know, this is a point to what you said earlier about the Eagles secondary being a little weak, the, probably the weak point of the defense. If you give a guy like Mahomes the time, he's going to have his moments where he's going to be able to pick them apart. And, I, I mean, we talked about it just a minute ago. That's what the Niners didn't have. They didn't have the time because we had a backup tight end blocking Hassan Reddick in Purdy's face, knocking out our quarterbacks. So we didn't have the chance to have the time to throw the ball down the field. And maybe that's why Ayuk has said, hey, we were going to throw this ball – you know, all around the field. If you give a guy like Mahomes the time, he's going to find his ways to get down the field and score. So I'd say it's, you know, the Chiefs have not been running the ball much, you know, here in the playoffs. They barely ran it last time against the Bengals. And and I think that the Chiefs are just going to stick with – their game plan is probably just stick with what they do best and they've been dominating with. And that's throwing the ball. I'm chomping at the bit. Let let me know. Go ahead, Jordan. Roll, baby. Roll, roll. Just chop in. All right. So, everything you said makes sense, but my thought is that Andy Reid knows everything you just said, too, and he is one of the smartest coaches of our time. A couple things. One, since Jalen's been back from the injury, presumably he's fine, but he hasn't had that big passing game since he's been back from the injury. Yeah, I Nope, the shoulder does worry me. So, it's... It should be okay, but you don't know. Which, I, I I was on, even today, I was a coin flip on this game the whole way. And I finally land on where I think this, is, this game's headed. And it, I think it's going to be a lot of defensive action. And I love the Eagles' defense. Everything you guys said is right. They're going to be flying around, trying to make plays. But again, Andy Reid knows this, so I think this is what's going to happen. Uh, defensively, the Chiefs are going to come out with a great game plan. I, I brought it up a couple weeks ago. How do you stop different styles of quarterbacks? 
I don't think they blitz Jalen Hurts. I think they rush four and drop into a bunch of coverage and play the whole contain game and just try and keep him contained and make make him beat him with passes, which we all know he could do throughout the season, but he hasn't done that in at least a month. And so all of a sudden they're going to ask him to turn it on. That's one thing. On the flip side of the ball, again, they know that the Eagles want to create pressure, get the D-backs running all around for hits and for, for turnovers. So a couple things. You, you mentioned Kelsey being double teamed. I think he moves Kelsey in the slot, out wide, maybe even in the backfield. I wouldn't be surprised if Kelsey got a run. You love you 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 love skill skill guys out back there running. When you put a skill guy in the backfield, it create automatically creates a mismatch against mm-hmm. a linebacker unless the defense is skilled and smart enough to realize that either a corner or a safety needs to like get into the linebacker's position and pick him up coming out of the backfield and not a lot and it, it, depending on the personnel on the field you can catch that defense out of position a lot of times and so I think Andy Reid might do some of that Drew you touched on it with the screen game yeah, bring in extra guys to block, but you know the other way to to beat a rush and to to put them on their heels a little bit, get the a ball really fast. good screen game. Not get yeah. out fast. A a a running back. Let the defensive line rush in, dump it right behind them to the running back. And Tory, like you said, Jarek McKinnon has been awesome at that this year. So I think that's a big key. So it's it took me a while to get here, but I think what what we're gonna have is. Um, some sacks from, um, oh shoot, the guy's name is Chris Young, right? Uh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones for for uh, yeah. Kansas City, yep. and um, uh, what the heck? Uh, I've all of a sudden on the Chiefs on their names. Yeah, Frank. Um, oh, Frank, fr- Clark. Uh, Frank, Clark, Frank Clark. Yeah, yeah. I, I think all of a sudden those guys are gonna have have some big games. So. If I can, I want to kind of go into my props if you guys are, are, are ready for that. Well, yeah, uh, it, I just want to say one thing. I kind of like that you mentioned that because I, I had this written down. So you, you thought – you think that because Andy Reid knows all this, he's going to flip the script here and go opposite with his game plan, right? More or less a little bit, yeah. So Hertz has actually been pretty bad – uh, throwing under pressure, right? It's one of his biz- biggest weaknesses that when I was doing some research in this, he's actually the 10th worst passer under pressure and 7th worst against the Blitz. So the, the, the issue is going to be the Eagles have a really good offensive line. So if I think if Steve Spagnolo, this is where he does his work, and although the Chiefs might not be one of the top defenses year in and year, year out, he comes up with a really good game plan for their opponents. So Hurts, if they can somehow get – Get the pressure there. Get a couple blitzes. Get get them. Uh, you know, get, get a couple. I don't sacks. see them doing a lot of blitzes. Maybe right. M- maybe some corner blitzes. Right, but he, if so someone's coming with speed from the outside to force right. Hurts a certain direction, I could see that. But the way Hurts runs, you're. I think you're gonna gonna want your front seven in position in case right. he tries to take off. So it, maybe a, a safety blitz. Maybe a corner blitz is what yeah. it is. And it's it'll be interesting I, I if they go that way. I, I think there's some. Uh, I think there's multiple sacks 
that are coverage sacks for the Chiefs. Just because Hurts uh, yeah. is standing there with the ball, six seconds, nowhere to go with it. You can't ask the offensive line just to block for that long, and right. they go and get a sack is what I'm thinking. It, it'll be interesting if they go that way just because the numbers show here. Like when, when you're able to blitz Philly and it works, he's the third most sack quarterback on blitzes, and his completion rating is 46.1. So if they want to go the route where they're going to get to him, they're going to pressure him, blitz him, you know, guys like legit, you just named them, uh, you know, Chris Jones. They also got Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, Legarius Sneed, those guys. The Chiefs were, were I think, the second-ranked team with sacks this season. So if they're able to have success with that, that might be the, the, the game plan to go with for uh, Spagnolo and the Chiefs to limit to limit Hurts because he, he clearly doesn't perform well when he's pressured. It's only, you know, when he's able to escape that pocket – and, and make those big plays down the field to his guys like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, which we've seen so much this year. And obviously with, with Philly, it's it's all about the run game, and, and the Chiefs are not that good against the run. So if the Eagles want to want to keep the ball control and the time of possession, you know, have success on the ground like they've had all year, and just Eagles' O-line is going to have to step up, step up and do what they do and not allow those blitzes. All right. I love it. Um, Drew, are you ready for me for the props or no? Uh, here's a, can I, can I, can I do some fun stuff? Yeah, yeah, do it. Not fun stuff, but, uh, another, another key stat that was interesting to me. The Chiefs have lost three games this season. In all three, they've got outrushed and lost the turnover battle. Two key, two key things to keep in mind. As okay. Eagles, interesting. Eagles, Eagles with, a a very massive run game and a very good team at making, creating turnovers. Okay. Love it. I love that. All right. Y'all ready for some props? We're ready. Okay. Tori, I'll give mine and you could jump. I know you said you had a couple too. Just one. Um, so I kind of said to myself, you know what? I'm not going to get crazy with the props. And then all of a sudden I look down and I have 13 I'm looking at. So, um, Three of them, though, most rushing yards in the game. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is a, is a good uh, one to take a look at there, plus 220. And if not him, I like either Kenneth Gainwell or Boston Scott. Kenneth Gainwell, plus 1,500. Boston Scott, plus 8,000. Uh, and either and Boston Scott to score a touchdown, too, which I don't know if I actually – I didn't grab that that number, but that that would that would be a decent one too. Anytime touchdown for Boston Scott. Um, I just think that for some reason I don't know. Like uh, the, the, Philly just comes at you with so many guys. I'm just I, I I don't mind any of the rushing props from Gainwell or Boston Scott. Um, next one, again piggybacking off of my McKinnon comment. The over-under in combined rushing receiving yards for McKinnon is 43.5 at minus 115. I, I like that a lot. Um, what is that one? That's a good one. 43.5 rushing and receiving combined okay. for McKinnon, minus 115. Um, anytime touchdown scores. I don't know why. Give me Kelsey on that. <laughs> Ever, that's what everyone says, and I get that. But I always like to go off the beaten path. 
Kadarius Tony, since coming to the Chiefs, they've been giving him more and more plays, kind of as he. Uh, uh, with if he could game. stay on the field. Exactly, if he could stay on the field. But he's been at like a touchdown. He's been a little bit like their secret weapon. They even he even scored on an end around the one game for like 15 yards. He's a little bit of their their, their touchdown maker. That's plus 225. What's and, uh, and or what? Ju- Juju Smith Schuster plus 240. What's um, MVS? What's MVS's odds? Oh shoot, I gotta dig for it plus now. 250. Plus two fifty. Plus two fifty. Look at him coming in the clutch. Uh, um, Boston Scott anytime touchdown is plus four fifty. There you go. Um, I don't know if Kader- you were asking about Kenny Gainwell, but he's plus three ten. There you go. Thank you. He's uh, a he. I he he could be a sleeper Super Bowl MVP. The playoffs Gain- he's having so far. Gainwell, yeah, I could see that. Kadarius Tony to score anytime and the Chiefs to win plus four fifty. I I don't hate that. Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP, plus 120. And I thought about this. Like, if usually the quarterbacks get MVP. Mahomes is one plus 120, and Hurts is plus 125. If you just lay down a, like, if you lay down 100 bucks on both guys. No, no, that's not, that's, never mind. I'm talking out of my ass. But. You would you would you would net a loss, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm 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 taking so Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> do it, loser. You won't I'm taking do it. Patrick Mahomes. Um. Okay. Chris, yeah, I mean that that'd be the guy you want to take. I, I yeah, I'm I'm thinking the Chiefs are gonna win. I'll I'll take Patrick Mahomes there. Uh, I'm thinking three TDs for Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. Like um, Chris Jones over a quarter sack. I'm taking that. Frank Clark over three quarters of a sack. I'm taking that. Chris Jones mm-hmm. is minus 135. Frank Clark is plus 125. Chiefs total sacks over two and a half. I'm taking that at plus 100. Um, I just I'm thinking it's it's like a. Uh, I was I was looking at old Super Bowl scores. Brett Favre versus Drew Bledsoe, and who ends up being the star of the game? Reggie White, three sacks in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we get one a performance like that out of those two guys. Is kind out of, what of Chris I'm Jones. Chris Jones are on the flip side. Hassan Reddick. Uh, on the flip side for the Eagles, it could be one of their D linemen too. Could could be. I'm just I'm just going with where I landed. But um, just to finish out these props here, Eagles turnovers over one and a half is plus one fifty. If if you agree with me that they're going to be kind of stymieing Jalen Hurts. And he he might be forcing it into some tight windows with with some of the coverage they're going to put out there, which I think might happen. Whether it's fumbles, if say Hertz has one one um, interception, then at that point you're looking at a fumble, something at the end of the game where they're flipping the ball around and somebody falls on it. So I, I'm taking the over one and a half there, plus 150. And just for funsies. I was looking for something that was kind of a goofy score. Um, Chiefs 31, Eagles 16, plus 8,000. Just throw wow. that out there. I don't know. I, hmm. 15 seems like way too wide of a score. But I'm thinking it's close the whole way, and then there's like late in the fourth, there's like a game, like a like a nail in the coffin touchdown at the end that kind of puts it to, to, to 15. Um that being said, that's where I landed. I am 
approximately 15% confident in, in everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> this game could go anywhere. I wouldn't be shocked if it was a blowout Eagles of, the confidence. Of, of Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a blowout of Chiefs of Eagles. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a one-point game the whole way and came down to a field goal at the end. I wouldn't be surprised if it was seven field goals to five field goals. Nothing that's going to happen in this game is going to surprise me outside of, like, Patrick Mahomes re-injuring himself and Chad Henney going in there lighting him up for 400 <laughs> yards. Hey, man, he had that drive against the Jaggies. Like, uh, outside of that, like, there's there's really nothing that's going to surprise me. Like, Jalen Hurts getting in- injured and Minshew leading them to the Super Bowl would not surprise me with Philly. Like, nothing – anything could happen in this game, which is just – what makes it so intriguing going into it. Tori, what was your prop? Uh, my prop's a simple one. Uh, the sack total for the Eagles, minus 2.5, is uh, minus 140. It's over 2.5 uh, sacks for minus 140. I love that. I think there's a lot of value. I think that's certainly going to hit. I I, mm-hmm. I just I don't I mean, think it especially hits. Here's I, the other thing I meant to say. Thing, here's, here's especially why I think it's going to hit. is because I have a feeling they're going to try and blitz up the middle early to test uh, Patrick Mahomes' ankle to see if he could roll out. And so they're going to be bringing pressure early, which is going to lead to one or two sacks early on. So, And then I, they'll just I need think, one, this, like, one sack late. Like, I think Andy Reid and Mahomes are going to be ready for that with, with the dump-offs. And or the other thing I, I forgot to mention is I think they move the pocket a lot. And by a lot, maybe like six, you know, four or five, six times where it's a designed rollout, you know, so the pocket is a lot more, a lot easier to contain. And when you get Patrick Mahomes out there on rollouts, he's brilliant on that anyway. Like you want him out there. Like he, he shakes off one defender. All of a sudden he's throwing a no look sideways pass for 40 yards. Like, like. I think I think they have a couple design rollouts up their sleeves as well. Um, I I actually think the under on that. I, I, I and I was going into it. I was thinking the same thing you were, but I'm like, I think they're going to be ready for that. Uh, agree I don't know. to disagree. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with Tori on that one. I think that hits. Yeah, I'm I'm a contrarian. It gets me in trouble sometimes. Yeah, I mean the safe. <laughs> I, I feel like the safest. I saw a great uh, tweet a couple weeks or after the Giants uh, or during the Giants game. If if the U.S. wanted to get out of out of debt, all they need to do is just you know put every every ounce of capital they have on a Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown. Yeah, simple. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, uh, a- as we're true. recording here, like Patrick, just roll the dice. As we're recording, Patrick Mahomes named MVP. Ooh, right. In- so can Mahal another another. Uh, uh, Another and Brian street. Dable, coach of the year. And and the uh Hall of Fame is um Joe Thomas, Darrell Revis. Nice. Um and it my screen went uh Rondé Barber and Demarcus Ware. Uh, All right, that's a good class. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. What I hate All right. what I hate about that class is it makes me feel incredibly old. Like those those guys are way <laughs> oh, too, yeah. these guys are way too young to be in the Hall of Fame already. Jesus. I yeah, I remember when Demarcus <laughs> Ware like got drafted. You're right about that. It's crazy. For any time I hear Joe Thomas's name, I just think about Brady Quinn and how like Brady Quinn was supposed to be like the Notre Dame quarterback that like got it right, and it's how he just. Saw I mean, how many Browns quarterbacks were there? Charlie Fry. And then all it makes those guys. me. Uh, sorry, you go. 
No, no, go. I was just I was saying, and, then it, and then it makes me think about the Charlie or uh, Brady Quinn's last game at Notre Dame against LSU, where Jamarcus Russell absolutely destroyed their cornerbacks, and somehow that game got <laughs> got him drafted number one overall, and he didn't last three years. I hope I hope he sends them a crit. He's still alive, right, Jamarcus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he's passed sure, away yet. I, I always I always forget which I know like two quarterbacks passed away this year. I always forget. That was Dwayne Haskins. Would, yeah. Um and then Tavares right, Jackson, I think, passed away, right? No. No, Tavares oh. Jackson's alive. Did he? Uh, I thought Tavares no, Jackson I mean, passed away. I, I'm pretty sure we had this exact debate. We have. I've had it before, and I always and, forget. And he was dead, and we and we la- Oh, no, he's not dead, and sure enough, he died. Yeah. Tavares yeah, Jackson? He died in April of 2020. Yeah. Oh, wow, I forgot uh, about that. Because I, I, felt, I felt bad because I always, call, I always called him Damn. Pintar because um, his ass belonged to the bench. Um, God rest. God rest, uh, Tavares. Um but yeah, I hope Jam- I hope Jamarcus, if he didn't blow that money, just sends those quarterbacks Christmas gifts, just like a Harry and David, like you know, maybe a fruit basket, you know, just something, maybe a cheese plate, at least once a year. Um, uh, yeah, um, that's always that's, that's but always so. J- Jordan, you're no, uh, Jordan, you're going with uh, Kansas City then? Chiefs, I'm going with Chiefs. All right, winning by somewhere in the one touchdown range, and then they score a late one that seals it to win win somewhere in the ten to fourteen range. Um, okay. I I I love Jalen Hurts. I I will be pumped if he wins it. I think he has that yeah. Mamba mentality. I think the Eagles deserve it. But I'm I, I'm sitting here saying to myself, okay, Mahomes is either going to be kind of. Om- not not straight up John Elway. John Elway went 0 for three in Super Bowls to start. But if he goes, <coughs> excuse me, if he goes one and two in Super Bowls, it's kind of like, damn, like is Mahomes the goat or like what's going on? Right. Or conversely, they win the Super Bowl and you're like, well, shit, yeah, Mahomes is the goat. Like why 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 did I pick against Mahomes? <laughs> like here, so I'm, here's I'm a... taking the second one. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take Mahomes. Like I that's and like I said, maybe. Anything could happen in this game. I'm not wouldn't be surprised, but I just I'm I'm fast forwarding to scenarios where I'm looking back and I'm like, well, yeah, I, I, like why wouldn't you take Mahomes? So I'm gonna do that. All right, uh, a, you want to go, Drew, and then me and Toro give our picks too. Here's a here's a question for you. Since you went you went Chiefs, if the Chiefs and this has been something they've debated, and you know where I stand on on how we just willy nilly throw this phrase or this term around now from. Uh, the NBA Finals. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, are they should they be considered a dynasty? Oh, this is one uh, of your bugaboos, and I just it really is. No, it is. I, I mean, no. I no, to me, well, no. What, like, what constitutes the, a dynasty? What do you the argument is? The, the argument, yeah. Thank you, Tori. But the argument is they've they've made five five straight AFC Championship games. They have the best three quarterback Super in football. And they went to three coach, Super Bowls, and, and they would have gotten two. Yeah, they've been to three, and they would have won two Super Bowls in five years. It depends what you're constituting as it. Super Bowls. What's that? Boo-hoo. Yeah, Do, I were the Steelers. Were the Steelers a dynasty when they won two Super Bowls in five years? No, they were not. No, no, no they were not. Yeah, I. Yeah, well, again, I. I don't even think the Warriors. Yeah, but are they. A they didn't make that, five no. straight. They didn't but make we, five straight AFC championship. Same games amount of championships. 
we call the know. Patriots that the Patriots have two they different got three dynasties. And four years. They got three and four years. Right, right. So that that's what we're you have to yeah, win yeah. at least three. Are we saying you got to win at least three to be a dynasty? I think I think you need. I think you at least you have at to at least, least win back to back championships to even have the conversation started. No, no, you don't. Because the Pats the Pats won three out of five and they were not back to back. These these recent Super Bowls they had that was a dynasty. I, I for yeah for um, me you got to win at least to the Bra- you got to win at least the back to back to get the conversation the whole started. Brady like twenty year yeah period. that's a twenty that, year thing that right. is it, the dynasty correct yeah um, um you I I don't know if no. if, if they win this you could no. certainly they, start saying that it's it's going to be close to that but I think they'd have to they, win they another they got to win next year yeah I think they got yeah they'd have to they have to win another one uh, back, right back back at winning back to back at least one yeah more next winning back to back is like hard actually hard to do. So that's why that's my starting point. Like right. winning three in a row, you're in like a pantheon because like that just doesn't happen. Three in it's a never row, it's never happened. It's never happened. Yeah. Three in a like, row. Like that's well, I, that's more for the NBA with me. Like with the, okay. that's why again, I don't consider yeah, the Warriors that's, a that's dynasty a little bit later for the four get... thing. But anyway, all right. Well, too too much time on that. Um, all right, what's your, your you go, you give your pick, me and Toriel <sighs> give our picks. I I think the Eagles have the better roster, top to bottom. But I think the Chiefs have the two best players in Mahomes wow. and Kelsey. Yeah. Is that the bit? Do, do you disagree? No, no. I'm just shocked you're going to go this way. I'm not disagreeing. I, this is, but. So this is this is this is probably wrong, which is why it'll probably be the Eagles. But this is just the NBA guy in me. In championship in championship games, I just I I always will lean to who has the best player. That's just. I like that. That's just what I do. I mean, any in the again, it's probably just the NBA guy in me, like because that's how I I determine who's going to win a series. So, I think the Chiefs are going to squeak it out. I think the Eagles are going to be up for most of the game, maybe by double digits, and I think the Chiefs are just going to have. I think they're going to go a little bit too much into cruise control from just not having as much experience on the sidelines as the Chiefs have. And the Chiefs have an ability to score so quickly that I think that it's going to come down to Mahomes has the ball, has to, has to go 80 yards for a touchdown with like three minutes left, and he ends up doing it. And they, they, squeak, they squeak by and win the game by like four or something. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll go. Okay. Uh, so I think you – so you guys are both going Chiefs, huh? That's yes. that's uh, right. So I was going back and forth all day. Part of me, you know, earlier I was like, I think the Chiefs are going to take this. I thought about it a little more. I just think in this game, look, they haven't asked Hurt. Uh, Hurts hasn't hasn't had to th- air it out these last two games, right? They haven't really asked him to do a lot through the air, and I think I think the Chiefs are going to score points in this one, and I think that the Eagles are going to try to have to keep up with them. So in, I think in a surprising high-scoring affair, I think the Eagles are going to have to air it out, keep up with Kansas City. Eagles will have more success on the ground. Chiefs are going to try to rush them, blitz them, get some pressure on them. And I think Hurts is going to show off that, that arm, show off that, that his shoulder is fine. Big, play, big plays to A.J. Brown, big plays to Devontae Smith down the field. Ooh. Give me Ooh. Eagles edging out KC, surprisingly high-scoring game, 34-31. to E A G L E S Eagles baby. I like it. The other stat I forgot because obviously I'm a loser, but you reminded me. I think the Chiefs have let up the third most touchdowns this season to wide receivers. So there you go. Hmm, cool. T money. Uh, I'll keep mine kind of quick. Chiefs 
29, Eagles 24. The Eagles were were shunned points in the first half. And then at the end of the game, where they're trying to come back, they're going to wish they had taken the points. <laughs> there it is. There it is. 29. Tw- I'm going to write this 29, down. 29, 24. 24. Drew, what Wait, was who did you, 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 you went out on me. Who, who do you think winning? He took the Chiefs. Chiefs, 29, okay. 24. Gotcha. Love it. Take Drew, what was your the- score again? Points. Uh, I didn't give one. I think that I think that if I have to throw it out there, I will say I'm right. 33 Chiefs. Wow. Okay. And uh, jo- Jordan, you had a wacky one, right? Thirty-one sixteen plus eight thousand. I just threw that out there. So yeah, that's fine. I'll just go all with right. that. You guys, all three, you have the Chiefs. I'm taking the Eagles. Thirty-four thirty-one. Okay. I wrote it all down. All right. Here we go. Love it. Love it. Yes, that concludes the negotiations, i.e. that concludes the Super Bowl wrap-up. So I guess we're ready to get in to the NBA trade deadline, the wackiness that happened. One of the craziest that we've seen from the NBA. Uh, A lot happened. A lot of players changed teams. Uh, obviously, Kyrie going to Dallas, which we touched on on the regular pod, but I was listening to the regular pod this morning and um, episode 122, and half the stuff we said didn't even apply anymore with the amount of trades that, that happened. Namely, the largest one was Kevin Durant going to the Phoenix Suns, and they didn't even have to give up DeAndre Ayton. Uh, so... You know, they're going to be rolling out a star-studded lineup, uh, figure out who the hell gets the ball. Good luck. Uh, But I was talking with you, Tori, earlier today, just trying to figure out exactly who went where and what and why and what are the impacts. And I'll kick it to to you, Tori. Where do you even want to start? I think I'll just kind of rattle off because I got, like, a nice little slide show here, like, real quick. The trades, I'll just wrap okay. them up. Richard, Good. I have All a right. PowerPoint presentation. I would really appreciate <laughs> yes. it if I could show you. <laughs> All right, trade one. Trade one. Hawks receive Sadiq Bay. Pistons receive James Wiseman. Warriors receive Gary Payton II. Blazers receive Kevin Knox. And five second-round picks via Atlanta. Wow. Trade two. Spurs get Devonta Graham for second-round picks. Pelicans receive Josh Richardson. Trade three, Bucks receive Jay Crowder. Nets receive three second-round picks via Milwaukee. Pacers receive Jordan Nwora, George Hill, Serge Ibaka, who they bought out, and two second-round picks. Next, the Pacers. Pace, uh, yeah, Pacers. Oh, wow. Next trade, Clippers receive Aaron Gordon, Danny Green, three second-round picks. The Grizzlies. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, yeah. What did I say? Aaron. Yeah, you said Aaron. Eric. I'm like, wait, he just scored 37 tonight for Denver. <laughs> Eric Gordon. Uh, Grizzlies receive Luke Kennard. Rockets receive the return of John Wall. Amazing story. Oh, great stuff. Wait, the, wait, the Rockets got. Wait, the Clippers traded John Wall back yes. to the Rockets. Back to the Rockets. Back to the Rockets. <laughs> well, they they, they, they got John Wall for shit they got over. John Wall for free. <laughs> <laughs> it's great wait, stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, three weeks after John Wall completely shit all over all the Rockets over the organization, Rockets organization, he's now back. Top to bottom. they like, this is the guy we want. It's like taking back a toxic girlfriend. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, I mean, they're going to buy him out, but yeah. yeah. 
It's just fun. Is he, is he going to end up back on the Clippers after the buyout? No, you is can't do the, that. Yeah, I think that's illegal. But. Yeah, that's, they they legalized that back in uh, 09. Uh, yeah, anyway. He's going to end up on the Lakers, isn't he? That would be Somewhere. a horrendous mistake. Uh, next trade. Nuggets received Thomas Bryant, who did not receive the ball on that play that LeBron uh, clearly yeah. LeBron completely he thought he was missed, getting the ball. missed the mismatch. Uh, and the Lakers received Devon Reed and three second-round picks. Quite a haul for Thomas Bryant. Uh, probably my best trade. Uh, Clippers received Bones Highland for two second-round picks to the Nuggets. I think that's a steal for the Clippers. So uh, the Clippers basically swapped. Uh, they did a lot I don't of, know about. I don't know about picks or anything, but they basically swapped John Wall for Bones Highland is the longest and short Kennard, of it. And Kennard for uh, Plumley. Okay. Uh, well, the, the next trade oh, you is there yet, uh, right? Reggie Jackson was the one traded for Plumley. Oh, that's right. Reggie, oh, Reggie, Reggie, Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they traded away two point guards. Yes. yes, John Wall and Reggie Jackson. So who's well, and their that's, point guard? And that we'll we'll get to why who they are likely to fill that spot with. Okay. Uh, yeah. So next trade, uh, Suns received Darius Basley, Thunder received Dario Saric and a second round pick. Uh, next trade, uh, probably your Sixers. Uh, the Blazers received Matisse Tybel. Sixers received Jalen McDaniels. Hornets receive. Uh, Mikhailik, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. Second round pick. Svee Mikhailik. That guy. Uh, next trade, uh, Lakers receive Mo Bamba, Patrick Be- uh, Patrick Beverly, and a second round pick go to the Magic. And that's... Uh, Bamba is finally free. That's not even getting to, like, th- those are, like, the, the middle round trades. You're not getting to your Durant trade, your... Russell Westbrook trade, All right. and those you, guys. Yeah, what, was, we... what was the rest... Where, yeah, what was the Westbrook trade? Westbrook trade. Uh, Westbrook went to the Jazz uh, with the Jazz sending uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Mike Conley and some picks to Minnesota. Minnesota sent uh, D'Angelo Russell and to uh, the Lakers, and the Lakers also pick up uh, – they get Malik Beasley in that deal, I believe? Yeah, and Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt, Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, which is those. I mean, those are whatever you think about D'Angelo Russell. I mean, those are the those are the key pieces of that trade. Yeah, and that's why the the Lakers moved Thomas Bryant to make more room for Vanderbilt. Well, and Thomas Bryant requested the trade. Yeah, he didn't get the ball, and it's like, let me. I thought I thought that's what. Well, he didn't. Yeah, he. Well, that was that was funny. Like that people posting the picture of him in the post and LeBron ignoring him. But um, everyone was taking pictures of Thomas Bryant, trying to see him <laughs> catch that ball. Apparently, apparently, he hasn't been happy that he's like just got a lesser. He got a lesser role once AD came back. Um, I'm better than Anthony Davis. <laughs> he's been really good for them. Like I, I actually, not as good I as Anthony Davis. I, no, oh, no, no, definitely not. I, I would have told him, yeah. Put, yeah, yeah, too bad, bro. You're staying here. Like, Bamba's a gamble. I, I mean, I jokingly love that Bamba, finally, we can see what he actually is getting the hell out of Orlando. Um, but I thought Thomas Bryant was really good for them. Like, I would have just said, listen, dude, you're not going anywhere. Just buck up. <laughs> he's, he's, he's He expires at the end of the year anyway. So I think not the like only NBA to... player that ever, like, sat down and bucked up was uh, uh, Miles Turner in, in uh, Indiana. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I that's that's the only one I didn't like there. Um, you want to go through the last two, or you want to talk French? But what do you go through the last two? Just let's name them all, then we'll what, we'll. Do you want to go through the Durant one? 
Uh, did we, 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 are we skipping Kyrie? Oh, we want to go Kyrie then? Yeah, talk, uh, let's bring yeah, it up. So the Kyrie one was uh, Kyrie and goes to uh, Kyrie and God, who was it? One other person. Oh, what, the the bet the the shitty Morris brother. Oh yeah, whatever, whoever. I forget. I forget which one went went to Dallas, and uh, the Dallas gets uh, Dinwiddie. They get uh, what do they get? A first round and two second rounders and Finney Smith. Finney Smith. Um, and then the other trade was what Durant. We want to go over that one now. Yeah, uh, Durant. To the Suns, uh, they get one other player in that one too. Say that one more time. Did, did the Suns get one other player with Durant? Uh, they got uh, what do you call it? Bubble Jordan. Yeah, that's right. TJ Warren. I know these guys are all like. They're, oh wow. They got yeah TJ Warren uh, in there as well, and then uh, the 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 Nets get Macau Bridges, Cam Johnson, Cammy Johnson. Uh. God, I feel like there is one other player, and then Crowder. Crowd? No, he didn't go in that one. Yeah, he did. No, he Crowder went to Milwaukee. He's not in. Crowder that. was Crowder was in that trade, and then the the Nets traded him to the Bucks for five second round picks. Negative. I just went over he, the Crowder one. Crow, dude, Crowder got traded in the in the Nets deal. No, the Nets got five second round picks for Jay Crowder. I already read the Jay Crowder one. I that's well, then you got it wrong because that's that's what happened. <laughs> We'll figure this out. <laughs> John, my, our, our, me and Teddy's one buddy is the biggest Nets fan, and he's going nuts over these five second-round picks for Jay Crowder. Hey, box, can I just jump box, in? On, box on the, on acquire the... veteran forward from Nets for five second-round picks. Nets? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I read yeah. that wrong. I read it wrong. Yeah, I, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Teddy, no, I just have a question. on the, on the uh, are, are those picks just so uh, worth nothing that the Bucks didn't care? Are those worth anything or they just don't care? It's like it's not they're important worth, currency. They're, listen, they're worth they're worth draft capital. Like you at some Small. point you need you need a treasure chest to be able to make certain moves yeah. around the fringes happen. Okay. Like you just can't make things up and out of thin air. So they are like are they gonna materialize for the Nets into like quality players? Maybe one of them will. But it's just like you have the more assets you have just like the better off you are, and Jay, they were never going to use Jay Crowder. It's, it's like Bitcoin. It's it's a it's yeah, a fake exactly. currency. Yeah, yeah. That's for, okay. Yeah, hundred percent. And for the and for the Bucks, <laughs> what do you what do you care about that shit for? Like you yeah. you gotta you're you're in win now mode here. Like you right. like you've got like four years here to really capitalize and maximize on, um, on Giannis and that the three the three guys they have now is Jay Crowder a guy you want to bring into that situation? That's a whole other story. I wouldn't, but that's we'll we'll get into the when we talk about the trades. Yeah. Um, so Kyrie, we talked about in a little more detail on the two beers. Tori, do you have any thoughts on the on the Kyrie trade before we go to the big one? Just uh, to get that out of the it's way, it's just you know both of those him and Luca have such high usage rates. It's going to be interesting. To interesting see how to see out. how yeah. they try and make that work. Um. I really don't think they filled a need with that trade, which I like. But it, Kyrie is a rental player. He's a he's well, a he, yeah, God. He's done after this year, so they could kind of get out of it. You know, not not be strapped for like three or four years. Um, so they, they could run an experiment, see if it works. If it does, then they could try and commit for a year or two or whatever. It, I would commit more than two years, but uh. 
If yeah, Doc, I mean the need. I mean the on. need. It, when you think of the need, they they needed to get somebody else that could create offense and try to take some of the load off of Luca, and they had to find a non Kirkland brand player for him yeah. to play with. Like, is that now? Is that the guy? Is that the person you want to do it? Probably not. Um, yeah. But you know, you have to take a swing. You have to take a swing, and I don't really think they gave up a ton. Like I, I like their package better than the Westbrook expiring and the two first six years from now. Yeah. At least like the Nets again, the Nets got the Nets got two players that if they want to move them, like Finney Smith is a very movable player where they can get more back. Like you, they, you, you were just going to buy out Russell Westbrook. And then you have these two picks in six years. Like that doesn't really do much in the, in the short term for trying to, trying to rebuild a little bit. No. So they did win without Luca. They did. Uh, he did win in his uh, debut. in his debut. Um, everybody's already singing his praises there. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how how long that lasts. Hey, can I can I give my thoughts yeah, on, the, oh, on the? Oh, get in, baby. Trade? Get in. Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye. I was I was I was I was gonna let you uh, give your thoughts after we talk about the Durant trade. Oh, go for it. Okay. Since they're both out of there. Since they're both out of there. Um, I'll wait wait till you guys are done. I say this is wild. We got we got Teddy's two other favorite teams playing right now with the Bucks and the Lakers, and now we get to talk (laughs) about his third favorite team, the Nets, on this podcast. This is amazing. What what a show. What a show. Um, (laughs) Glad to have you, Teddy. So on the on the Durant trade, it was we were it was really funny because we were joking. We went to the Seton Hall game last. (laughs) We went to the Seton Hall game last night, and we were talking about. the the Lakers trade broke them. We were talking about some NBA stuff, and our our buddy K, the big KL he 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 asked, "You think you think the Nets make another trade?" Because now we're at the point where we think the Nets are gonna try to build around Durant because of the Finney Smith Dinwiddie trade. Like they brought in guys that can help now, and I, I just look dead stout. I'm just like, if the Nets make one, if the Nets make another trade before the deadline, it's it it's gonna be Durant. And I looked at it, I looked at it like I was crazy. It's like, yeah, it's going to be Durant. And then I wake up this morning at like 7.30 and my phone is just flooded with texts that Durant got moved to the Suns at like 1 a.m. on the East Coast time. Um, my thoughts on the Durant trade, I think for the Nets, uh, I think I think they got a good haul. I've been seeing a lot of people say that they should have waited. They could have got more. I, I don't really know who else is giving you more than four firsts. Two, yeah. you know, two very good rotational players in Bridges and Cammy Johnson. Again, Cammy Johnson, the, the Nets got the best player in the trade in Cammy Johnson. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like the thought is, oh, like to trade Durant and not get a blue chipper. Like I just don't know who's who's the blue chip. Like who's the blue chipper that you're getting in the offseason? Maybe Look, maybe the Pelicans get desperate and in the offseason they give you Ingram. Two, like, two okay, blue maybe. chippers got moved at the deadline and they both left Brooklyn. <laughs> exactly. Like I just, I when I when I just go through the teams of who like has like a blue chip asset. I mean Philly, like Maxi, maybe, but they don't have yeah. the, they don't have the draft capital. I just don't know. I just don't know like, when people are saying that what they what else they think they could have they could have got. I think the Nets just wanted to be done with the whole like if you don't want to be here, we're just like we'll 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 try to get we'll try to get you a trade to where you want to go as long as we get what we want in return. Apparently the Suns initially wanted eight in the deal and bridges was completely off the table and the nets were like yeah well we're gonna move on and uh the suns were gonna move on the suns gm was gonna move on to john's john collins which would have been the biggest disaster ever and the suns do the suns brand new owner who is only the owner right now because they expedited the process to get sarver out of there apparently he got involved and said 
get yeah. get back on the phone. <laughs> get Kevin Durant. Like we're not we're not we're yeah. not we're not passing up Kevin Durant for Mikel Bridges. Like I know Mikel Bridges is Kevin Durant Jr. Like once every seven games, but <laughs> we're not doing this. So I think the Nets. I think the Nets got a good haul. I, I don't know that they would have got much better. Um, the Gobert trade obviously throws everything out of whack. Uh, I I think it makes sense for the Suns. You have to. You've you know. You have two years here where well not even two years. Chips are in the center of the table. Yeah, you have one. You you really probably have one one more year before the wheels fall completely Chips off are of in Chris the center Paul. Of the table. Yeah, off of Chris Paul. Um, Booker, you know, I, I I'm a big Booker guy, so he you know he obviously isn't going anywhere. Aiton, they don't even like DeAndre Ayton, so who knows what happens <laughs> to him in the offseason. But the West, the West is wide open. They they've let they've let it get away from them twice. You know, Chris Paul shits the bed in the fourth quarter of the Devin Booker masterpiece in game four against Milwaukee, where they could have went up 3-1. Instead, he completely no-shows. Giannis has that insane block that completely flips the series. They lose the NBA Finals. They should have won. And then last year, they're a 63-win team, and they're up 3-2. And then Luka Doncic just completely, absolutely murdered their asses in two games, and they get they get swapped. So, you know, you got to try it. You, know, you had two swings at it. You didn't get it. They're going for the big swing. In no way do I think that Phoenix is now the prohibitive favorite in the West. And I say that because you now have two, got two, two of your three best players in Durant and Chris Paul have had now awful injuries here, awful, an awful injury history the last three to four seasons. Yeah, probably yeah, four because Paul goes back to the that the hammy against uh, against the Warriors. Like Chris Paul gets bad as get nicked up every year. You know, availability or availability is sometimes the best ability. So his health is in question. Kevin Durant's getting hurt every year since the Achilles every injury. Even you know, before, some somehow some that. guy has always fallen into his knees. And even Booker, who's you know the youngest of the three, like he just missed a month and a half with a hamstring. So like. Health is not on their side. Um, I don't think they gave up the depth. People are talking about the depth they gave up. Jay, Jay Crowder wasn't even playing, so like no, he, I he that doesn't even, yeah that that's that's a non-issue. And Cam um, Johnson like, also missed a bunch of time. Yeah, and listen, I, I given up Some Cam. Some people thought Cam he was done for the season. Yeah, I did. I did. Oh man. <laughs> um, like Cam and Bridges going. Yeah, that sucks. But like you got Kevin Durant, so like you got you got to figure it out. They'll they'll Spend money they'll to make you money know. kind of thing. They'll be active. I think they'll try to be active in the buyout market. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, it's a no. It was a no-brainer deal for Phoenix, and and they keep Aiton. And Aiton can be a good player, and now he's your fourth option. So, um, yeah, I, I like the move. But I just this this thing where they're the prohibitive favorite in the West. I just I, that I'm not sold on. Just given those things. What do you What did you think of the trade, T Money? Uh I I loved it for the Suns. I mean. You you got you. They needed something else. They needed something that's going to put them over the top. I think this could very well be it. Uh, like you said, the the only question now is going to be health. If they are healthy, I do think this is, makes them the prohibitive favorite. Because uh, I think th- uh, Kevin Durant's style. I think he proved in uh, Golden State where he could come into a system where he doesn't need to dominate the ball and still be uh, very effective to the tune of two finals MVPs. Uh, yeah, I just think this is, is a great fit for him. Well, I and, think it's a and great the biggest, fit for the Suns. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you said, the only question is health. Are, are If they're on the floor and they're healthy and they're clicking, 
I I don't see anyone who could stop them really. And the biggest the biggest uh, fit for KD is he doesn't have to be a leader because we know he don't want to do that. He just wants to hoop. <laughs> I'm just I just want to hoop. I just want to hoop. <laughs> Jo. Um. You seemed like you needed to process this this morning when we broke the news to you. Yeah, I I mean I I'm gonna need to see it because like. Devin Booker, best you highest and best use is scoring in volume. Kevin Durant's highest and best use is scoring in volume. Aiton is actually turning into a half decent little paint presence defensively, uh, but again, he's an, at least an ego if nothing else. And Chris Paul usually is the glue that keeps it all together, but he doesn't come through in the playoffs. So I don't know. I like usually that's where Kevin Durant can pick up the pieces in in the in the when a teammate is faltering in the playoffs, he could usually step it up. But I don't know. And again, I, and this might uh, God, I there we go. Oh do god, it. I, do I, I don't know. Do <laughs> it. Oh god, I do don't it. know. Oh god. Well, I feel I feel like he wants to say something, but he was he doesn't want to be too controversial. Do it. Say it. Well, in my mind, I'm thinking like you got you got the sad boy Durant Grumpy who boys. is is a certain like it's a clash of even like generations. Like how old is Booker? 26? Yeah, probably 26. And and Durant is like 37. 34. 34. 34? Oh, he's only 34. Ah, yeah, they're not that th- far off. But yeah, like, 34. Paul's 38. You just got sad boy versus, like, Gen Z, and, like, very easily could be a powder keg of, like, personalities. But will it go that route? I don't know. Dude, not. And they got it, Bubble Jordan. Don't forget about that. That is true. <laughs> he's back home. Like, Like, there's no excuse for them not to win a championship. Either this year or next year, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it depends on a, a lot of when you ask that question. Like, do you take Denver seriously? I do not. I, I do not take the Nuggets seriously. I I do not think if if and we'll get into the Lakers. I I, I already have I already have a stake dinner bet why that if the even, Lakers. Why do we and, even bringing up the Lakers and anything that involves a championship? If the Lakers and Nuggets play a playoff series this year, the Lakers are going to beat the Nuggets. No, I have a stake. The Lakers aren't but playing the Nuggets. They're not playing anyone. The Lakers aren't playing uh, anyone. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But yeah, I'm just saying it. So the, the Suns question. That's what because that's to me that's the only team, and the, I I think and I think Curry's out for the year, and they're not saying anything. I think the Nuggets are the only team that is formidable against that Phoenix team healthy, and I just don't believe in the Nuggets. So. But I, so I so yeah I mean you're probably maybe you're right Jo yeah you always gotta if the if the Nuggets and the uh, Suns play you have to worry about uh, Jokic getting mad when they're down three one and cheap shotting someone yeah yeah that's yeah that's a whole uh, <laughs> no weren't they down three oh didn't they didn't what, he get swept oh, yeah, did they yeah I mean <laughs> yeah he got swept either yeah way. he got swept either way yeah he's won one playoff game in his two MVP campaigns so yeah it's great loser um I'm kidding Jokic is awesome I'm not a hater uh. Ted, you're the you're you're your team grumpy boys. The Nets are your one of your squads here, man. Give us give us it. Give us what do you what, what's your take I, on this? Guys, I'm feeling like uh Dorothy going to Oz. It's it's all color now. The the the, the fog has been lifted. <laughs> the the grumpy boys are gone. Like listen listen, I, I said it to you guys before we started this pod, right? I, I, I said I was a big proponent. I might be the only one. 
that was loving the culture that was being built with D'Angelo Russell. I called them the fun nets. The fun you nets. Had, you had Spencer Dinwiddie, you had Jared Allen, you had uh, Lavert, Karis Lavert, uh, with a, uh, along with a number of other guys. Joe nice Harris was there. Joe team. Harris was there. Yeah, so they had a nice little core, and I'm just going to refer back to this very pod where I think I've heard Jordan and Drew both say it that they're big proponents of this is you, you got to build your team, build a culture. It's not all about always signing the big time free agents or the big time stars. You know, build through the draft, homegrown guys. Look, I know D'Angelo was a signing for those fun nets, but they were building something there. Kenny Atkinson was a good coach, I thought. And I don't care if they weren't going to get past a six seed. They were building something to eventually to the point where maybe a star could join it and put them over the top. Then you, you bring in, when was it? 2019 Kyrie came over, right? 2019. It was, it was the year that Durant was coming off the, uh, the Achilles mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So you sign those guys. I immediately wanted nothing to do with Kyrie Irving because this guy has shown from whatever franchise he's been on, he says one thing, does another. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, Boston, I'm going to re-sign with you guys. Don't worry, I'm going to be here next year. Bam, he's gone. He's in Brooklyn. And we gave these two guys everything they wanted, bent over backwards. The GM did whatever they wanted, and they still couldn't be happy. We got James Harden. We had the big three. Would those guys play 13 games 16. together? Got him. Got yeah. him. 16 games. Right. They got him DeAndre Jordan that they had to have. Right. <laughs> so so we, did, we did everything they wanted. We fired Kenny Atkinson, a good coach. You bring in a crappy coach like Steve Nash. Yeah, then Do Nash doesn't Do work know out. Steve Nash is a crappy we coach. don't. I, I think Nash. I really think Nash wasn't great, but and, I, I think he's. I think he's Kyrie, got an unfair rap. And Kyrie didn't even yeah. call him a coach. Kyrie said he's a collaborator. Didn't even didn't even give him, give him the he respect. He said we don't need a coach. coach. He said, he said yeah. I don't think we even need a. Head these guys coach were yet. coaching themselves out there, but so I was just of the of the mindset that listen, these guys were building. Brooklyn had a culture. For, we we were just getting out of the fog of Deron Williams and, and like the the old time Celtics that had just left. <laughs> And we were just finally building something. Brooke Lopez gone. You know, the Nets have been through so many, you know, bad down years. And they were actually having, you know, it was fun to be in that arena and watch those games. Last year I had no fun watching this team at all. Like, it, it was just, I felt like there was a, a, a gray cloud over the franchise. And it was just because Kyrie, with everything that went on off the court, I don't have to bring it all up. But yeah, he's Last just, year was unprecedented with Kyrie, yeah. Yeah, I'm so... To me, I'm I'm ha- as a Nets fan. I'm listen. I know it's going to be n- now. It's a lot of re- probably a lot of rebuilding that's to come. But we got some nice pieces in the in these uh, in these trades. We we're loading up on picks, and uh, I'm just happy that these guys are gone now. They're, we want guys who want to be here to play. They they were not happy from the time yeah, they got to, here. So, and to just to um, revise a statement about me and Jo with how you build the teams, this and that. I, yes. For me, I've always said in the NBA, you have to you have to get stars. Now, whether whether you get them as free agents or you have to be shitty enough to be able to draft them, like you need stars in the NBA to win because of the way that the the game the you know, the rules are. And now we're at least we're we're a little bit getting out of this big three bullshit. We're like like real big threes where guys yeah. you know the top ten guys are all on the same team to where that's why I had no problem with the Sixers did because I'm like yeah like the top twelve players are all playing together and the Sixers ain't getting any of them so like. Yeah, like go ahead and lose as much as you need to to then draft the next top guy. Right. Like, Na- name it. Let's name every team that we think has a title shot. Let's name them. This year? This year. Um who has a title shot? Uh the Bucks draft the built Celtics in the draft. Celtics built in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Um I mean, they're 
the Celt- the Celt- the Celt- yes, the Celtics built in the draft off of the Nets <laughs> because of the Nets' terrible trade. Well, um, I mean, that's through the draft. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. Okay, Celtics, yeah, Celtics, Bucks. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's, they, and that's the what Celtics, all these teams are yeah, doing. Yeah, but, you know, loading but, up but, yeah, but the Celtics, can... the Celtics drafted stars in the top five. Like they yeah. had top five picks Denver, that they hit on, right? and they drafted Den- stars. Denver's through the draft too, right? Denver's through the draft. Yeah, well, Denver's not uh, actual title. Uh, okay. They don't have a chance to win the title, really. Um, They're just Phoenix. the one seed in the West. Phoenix started off building through the draft, and then they signed one free agent, and then they were in the finals. And now they got. Uh, now and they. Now got they. Kevin now they Durant. made the mega trade, and you know, but they started Memphis, off. Memphis, right? Memphis is another team that's Memphis building built right it through the draft. <sighs> but yeah, I, I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you, what, but my point is, all these teams that are amongst the conversation have all built through the draft. And yet, we still have these teams that are just trying to like Philly. Philly, I say, all, and all these other teams are just trying to take like the quick route. And it's like, can't you see what's going on? Aren't you using your eyes? Don't you see what all these other teams that are good, like the common thread? These eyes. It's Jimmy's cousin. <laughs> Cleveland. We'll see. Cleveland. What? Did, I mean, Cleveland just traded. Cleveland traded all these guys. The only guy they drafted was Garland. Uh, yeah. Oh, and they got no. They got Mobley now. They got Mobley, yeah. but they traded for Mitchell. They traded for Allen. Allen, yeah. They I know, traded I was, for Levert. I, I was saying is Kevin as an Love. They traded for him. Saying. Yeah, they traded for Kevin Love. <laughs> and what was the whole thing with Kyrie? Basically, he he didn't believe the Nets were going to give him the money that he wanted, right? I mean, this was we saw yeah, the, the Nets. On the, wall the, Nets with this, right? the Nets. The Nets were smart, and they were go. They were they were never going to give him a contract that went further than KD's extension. Which no. that obviously you're gonna you're you're not gonna hit your wagon to him without KD there. And then in the third year, they had like the third year was not fully guaranteed. And they had different escalators, and I don't, I don't know what I don't know what the th- the benchmarks were. Like usually, you'll see like you get you get you like you'll cash in the money if you're like all NBA games played this and that. One of the things, and this is again Jay William, who's like you know I've just he's just been shit eating players and like sucking them off here for the last like year and a half. I don't know what that's all about. Like he just kept bringing up that the Nets had to win a championship for him to get paid. He kept making it seem like he wasn't like his entire contract was based on the Nets winning a championship. That was probably like for like you know five million dollars to kick in or something which yeah. which other other players have had that in their contracts maybe not to the not to the star power of Kyrie but guess what nobody no other star is as unavailable as Kyrie and unpredictable yeah. as Kyrie yeah. so that's what yeah. it was and that's why he wanted out I think it's just hilarious how Kyrie acts like the Nets did him wrong yeah. And after yeah. he was a good soldier for two months, he thought that that, that should have that proven was that they could trust him. And <laughs> at the end of the day, he gets yeah. paid $2 million for getting traded. <laughs> and I, lo- I love him saying, in the, hey, I'm glad Kevin got out of there. Like, like yeah, he, he's he, a you loser. know, like, I'm glad Kevin got out of there. You know, I wish him the best. Maybe I'll see, you know, I'll get to see him a lot more now because we're going to play each other. You could have saw each other every day. And you should have been seeing each other 10 hours different. a day in the goddamn yeah. gym. Yeah. If if you just committed to the team that gave you everything you wanted and played some basketball, and yeah. the Nets were actually doing pretty well this year, they were. Could, yeah, and he was you, playing great. He yeah, was you, could, you could see uh, each other. Every I, single I told day Jordan like, to. poor Jock Vaughn gets thrown into this. They start playing yeah. good. You yeah. get one Duran injury, and then the franchise blows it up. And now you're, <laughs> now you're stuck with all these middle tier players, and you're like trying to. Yeah. Uh, and Ben Simmons um, is just left Simmons holding the bag. Is who you have left holding the bag. Um, your highest paid player. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, like Kyrie's so good. It's just a shame that like I don't know what this thing is with him. But like I understood, I I understood why he wanted to get traded out of Cleveland. I I totally understood that with him. Nah, he didn't man. have a problem with. Nah, it. he he wanted to be the top dog. Stop, stop. He never stop. acted like the top dog yeah, in Boston. He, yeah. 
Yeah, well, whatever. We can, we, we can disagree on the Cleveland part, why he wanted out of there. But, like, the Boston thing, like, was awful, and that was the first flat red flag. And you remember, Ted, I wasn't joking. When, I, when you guys were at my house when Durant and Kyrie got signed, we were, I yeah. said, I was like, hey, listen, I you, you have to do that, but don't don't be surprised if the grumpy boys, uh, you know. Look, um, you, you, <laughs> I, that, that was a warning. That was a you did. That was a warning, and you and it came to fruition. Yeah, I was, and, like, the, I was like, these guys, these guys are never. Like, these are two guys that never seem happy. Like, <laughs> you really want them together? Yeah, yeah. And that's it's, and that's what that's what came out to be. So you know, uh, I mean, we'll see. It's almost um, like the GMs are better GMs than the players. The players, oh, it's crazy. Which, which then, which Wait, great what? segue, great segue what? into the Laker trade with <laughs> they. So they get. They finally they they move they move Westbrook and a first round pick. They bring back. I, I thought they got a great haul for only having to give up one first rounder and then Westbrook. They bring back D'Angelo Russell, who okay whatever. Um, he'll expire at the end of the year. If you want to extend him, fine. But the Steels are they get Vanderbilt, who's a very versatile uh, big that can defend. So you're going to put him next to AD. Nobody on the Lakers other than Davis can defend anyway. And even he's been sluggish the last few games since he's come back. So you actually bring Vanderbilt on there. What's that? He's trying to stay healthy. Yeah, that's probably probably the case. Um, so now you bring Vanderbilt in, who can play play. He's a legitimate um, wing and post defender. You bring in Beasley, who's one of the the top three point shooters in the league this year. Um, and then the just the addition by subtraction. Even though even though Russ has played well off the bench for them the last month and a half, this the situation just was untenable with those guys. And so they finally get him out. Um, Utah will likely buy him out. I. And Minnesota ends up getting Mike flipping to Mike Conley. Um, I like I like the trade for the Timberwolves. I think that Conley, even though he's definitely fallen off the last couple of years, I think he is a much better fit for the pieces they have there with Anthony Edwards than D'Angelo Russell. Um, and he's he's really? he'll bring more leadership to Why? a team that. What's that? Why? I just think I just think Russell. This is just more a flash opportunities in the pan. for for uh, Anthony for Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, that's it. Which, and which I think is, that Con- what, why and why? Connolly's pl- why not? Because D'Angelo Russell is yeah. more of a passer than than Russell. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he just and Russell takes a lot of a lot of bad shots that Mike Connolly's not going to need to take. Yeah, I agree. The first part, I, I'm I just not, I just think they're putting a more. The, se- and, the second part makes a little bit more sense to me. I think instead of ha- like to me, Russell is a score for a score first point guard. Yeah, and and it's Mike a pretty Connolly's bad one not. if he is. And and Mike Connolly is not. And plus, Con- Connolly at least has some experience playing with Gobert. So like maybe they can figure something out with the bench unit. Um, well, Jordan, you said he was a bad one. If he is, I think that's kind of why this trade makes sense for Minnesota is because he yeah, couldn't agreed. he couldn't be a score force point guard in Minnesota because they had other guys, namely Anthony Edwards, that they need they need to, you know, get yeah, more they got that's that that's who that's who the offense needs to needs to run through. Um, and I think he'll be good for Cat. Like I just think he's better. Is there a timetable like, on Cat coming back? No, no. This idea. is crazy. I mean, that uh, you want to talk about why were they not winning fifty games this year? There, there it is, right there. Well, that's why every team. I mean, that's why every team. That's why the West is so close right now because all the best players, except for De- Denver, is the only team that really hasn't had their best player miss a ton of games. Well, no, that's not true. MPJ missed a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean that, that's just expected. You, you just have to build that into into them every fucking year. Uh, but luckily, Aaron Gordon's play should have made the All Star. Hopefully, he. Uh, 
he makes the All-Star game as a as a fill-in here. Uh, he should have been on the All-Star team instead of Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, or the West or just picked up two All Stars. I don't know how we're gonna get. Well, it doesn't. Yeah, but they don't. They they don't. <laughs> they, they don't lose the game. Um, so I, I like it for Minnesota. I think that better positions them in the playoffs. They're not getting 50 wins. You guys are both gonna be sending me wine here in yeah. a week and a half once they magic numbers five. Um. Utah, it's like it's awesome. Utah basically they they put on the good face as long as they could so that the league wouldn't get pissed that they were purposely going to tank after they got off to a good start. So now they're selling off assets like they're Michael Jackson. Um, and for the Lakers again, I, I Michael like Michael Jackson. Ref- Michael Jackson wow. sold off assets. I think wasn't it was it a Michael <laughs> Jackson? Wasn't that a big thing? He, 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 he was buying assets. a lot like, of were shit. You, were you? Were you working on that line or like? I, I stole it. It's a, I, that's from I stole it, ripped it off of Ari Gold from uh, Entourage. So uh, I didn't well, maybe yeah, I'm not gonna say okay. not gonna take credit for it. But anyway, Entourage would um, know better than I do. What do I know of Michael Jackson? Yeah, he affected so a lot of people's La- childhoods. I know that much. <laughs> so the Lakers, they get Lakers bring in those three guys. They also traded for they get they bring Mo Bamba in, free Mo Bamba. You know, he's, you know, I, I think his three-point shooting is misleading because with Orlando, it doesn't matter. I don't think they're going to have him out there in the perimeter all that much uh, doing what they need to do. Um, I, I'll say this. like I, The Lakers, I thought they'd be, I thought they'd finish in the top six on, that was my bull prediction on the, uh, on the, our preview show. If the Lakers do not make the play-in, the play-in, where 10 teams, 10, 10 teams get in. This is for the last four. Utah has now waved the white flag. They're out. Like, they're going to be out. Portland has waved the white flag on the season with their moves. They are now out. The only team that the Lakers are competing with to get in the play-in is the OKC Thunder, who, listen, I like the pieces they have. I think they're going to be in a very good position. But, like, their average age is, like, 22 years old, and their best player is a Shea Gildress Alexander, who I love. But he's not Anthony Davis. He's not fucking LeBron James. If this team now, they got the shooting, the spacing, the de- they have everything they asked for. Now, like everyone that was screaming for what was wrong with the Lakers, if they don't make the play-in, do not tell me this man is the go- I don't want to hear the ghost shit anymore. I don't want to hear that LeBron is in his prime still. I, I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> if you can't get in the top 10 now, it will be ridiculous. They sure as shit better make the play-in. Ugh. I like how, uh, how you're uh, debating well the said. goat conversation and what he's doing at 38. But I'm just saying, like, I, I don't want to hear. I just don't. I, the bottom line, yeah, is, I don't. I don't want to hear about not, the primes. I don't want to hear about this anymore. If they can't make ta- the top why are ten, talking about their playoff prospects, they got nothing. Like even if they do, make I, yeah, I think you're wrong. I shit. think I, I think you're dead wrong on that. You don't think? What are you going to beat? They're going to win a you series. Don't think, you so you don't think they're making the play-in? Do you think they're going to win a series? Okay, say so if they play Denver, yeah, I think they're going to beat the Nuggets. You said this. They've they've you told, they've me, this, destro- you told me this against the Suns two years. They've ago. destroyed. They've destroyed the Nuggets both times they played them this season, and the Lakers have been have missed. They missed LeBron one game, and they didn't have Davis in the other game, and they and the Nuggets got destroyed by them. They're going to beat the Nuggets in a playoff series if they get them. I'm telling you. Maybe they they may not get it. They may not beat any other team, but they will beat the Maver- They will beat Denver in a seven game playoff series. I have no doubts. No doubts. Clip that one. Get me the receipts. On Clip that. it. Clip it. I, I, I got to stay. Our our buddy Clip Lou. It. I got to stake dinner on this. Wow. You sound I don't. I do not trust the Denver Here's Nuggets. Here's a question. So what would have to happen for them to play each other? They just have. They have to. They have to make the play and be the eight so, seed. So so the Nuggets would have to get the one seed. 
The, Which they'll probably do. The the Lakers would have to get to the eight seed and they'd have to play each other. But I, I this is this is ridiculous. Did they dig too far of a hole though? That's the problem. This is ridiculous. What do you mean? Why, they're, why, they're, they're, four, is... they're four games out of being the four seed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that's a hole. Come that, on. That just uh. tells me how close the like how mediocre the West is this year. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, because I, well, I told you everybody like when you go down the list. Like every like Dallas, Lucas missed like eight nine games. The Clippers, like those two fucking dudes, like yeah. they play half the season. Yeah. Phoenix, Booker, B- Paul missed time and Booker missed a month and a half. New Orleans, Zion's missed games and Ingram missed a bunch of games. Minnesota, Rudy Gobert and Cat have missed games. Golden State, Curry missed games with a shoulder injury. Now he's out again. How, how many games is who out of what? The, the Lakers, Lakers are, are twelve. At, yeah, the Lakers are. The Lakers are four and a half games out of being the four seed. Okay. Yeah. That's so it's wild. like they, they have this big hole. It's like they're not really. They they're only four they're only four games out of like of hosting a play actually hosting a playoff series. I don't know. Like if if they get it, if they get like I they're gonna be Portland if Portland ends up getting in there like in the play in and I again I I just I don't know I, I don't know I don't I'm think the there, Curry's I coming see back. Dame going off and just like. Lakers no. would have no answer. Who's, yeah, no, I, I disagree. No. I Port Portland's no, they threw in the towel. They're done. Eh. It would really come down to New Orleans and Minnesota, unless New Orleans or Minnesota. And I mean, is Zion coming back? Like I don't know. I'm so now. What's I'm up just with Zion? Saying, he's been out. Oh, he's been out. Yeah, he's yeah. been out for like seven Boom. games, I think. Maybe is Zion maybe. actually good? Dude, the, dude, the, I, the, I'm, the I'm Pelicans keep asking lost. it. I'm gonna keep asking it because is Zion yes, good? <laughs> the Pelicans had lost like twelve games in a row. Ted, they were the one seed wow. when we did our last go- our two for one. They were the one seed, and then Zion <laughs> Ingram came back, and Zion's missed like twelve games. All right, so I know Drew probably has a couple more things to say on the trade deadline, but I'm gonna say this: Who came away? In in a, obviously the Suns, but like, who who else did well on the in the trade deadline? And I'm gonna bring this up because Drew sucks at making outlines, and he tried to make an outline, and then he got bored with making an outline, and, and then just put Knicks, 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 Knicks. The Knicks go and get Josh Hart. Yeah. Uh, ooh ooh bold ooh ooh. Can I do it? Can I do it? Do yes. whatever you want. Bold. Prediction, and I stole this. Uh, our our buddy Anthony Romano said this as a joke, but this actually might be real. Are the Knicks just loading up on Nova players because they're going to fire Tibbs and hire Jay Wright next year? <laughs> Woo! Oh, that's funny. What do you? I mean, that would be awesome. Look, I'm all for talk about bringing the Knicks uh, to the promised land. That's the guy you go get. I'm all for the Knicks firing Tibbs at this point. I mean, you're going nowhere with him. Uh, Agreed. I don't understand what Jay Wright would. would yeah. This is the life guys, of the next dude. Guy game. fucking guy looks like a million fucking bucks in a suit, man. Love he that. He does. Guy. Um, I'll give him that. I, could, I would my, love. They're, I would they're, love they're around the fr- wearing suits to come back. <laughs> that's a personal gripe. That's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. The uh, the around the fringe trades that I, I thought were I, I thought the Clippers I, I like the Clippers getting bones. I like them getting bigger with Plumlee. The thing that then completely shits all over what they did is that, to your point, J.O., they traded both point guards, and the talk is that they are very interested not interested in bringing Russ over once he gets bought out by Utah. So that pretty much just craps on the Plumlee and the Bones Highland moves because 
I, they also picked up I, Eric Gordon and Danny Green for you know a little bit of shooting yeah, depth. To, to, I mean, two, 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 two guys that are old and get hurt a ton. I mean, just what this you know bench depth. It, they're not, they're not going to be your main guys, but you know. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. I hear you. Um. But that but to no, me that Kawhi just screams, decides he wants to sit down for two games. You know. Yeah, which is just all the time. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if Russ. Again, I know PG had his best year at Russ. I, I just. Maybe Ty Lue, maybe he's the guy to get through to him. I actually think the best fit for Russ would be, besides just taking the, the rest of the year off to get his head straight, um, I I think it would be Miami because the only guy that I think that could maybe get through to this dude and sit him down to actually have some clout would be Pat Riley. Um, just to be like, hey, man, this is this is what we do here. Like I, you know, I have here's all my championship rings. Here's here's what I here's why I'm the sec- I'm the second best organization in the last 25 years, other than this fucking Spurs. Um, you know, if you want to stay in the NBA, listen to what I'm telling you. That's pretty, and I do like Spolster. I think Spolster is a highly underrated coach in the NBA. He's fantastic. Um, he's awesome. Like Spolster is fucking great. Um, it's like that's to me that's that's the place he should go, and then they can send Kyle Lowry home because he's a loser. Like we, we said, he was last year. Get <laughs> him out of the there. the Knicks that play with Jay Wright. Who? Uh, Russ. Kyle, 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 Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Oh yeah, exactly. Good. <laughs> Great point. Although they did, uh, they did trade Archie Archie Diakono away, so that oh, kind of ruined man. the theory a little bit. Um, yeah, I saw. I, I I did like that for the for the Clippers. Um, I. I like Connolly. The Connolly to the Wolves, I think, is getting under underplayed. That how nice of a of a deal that is. Um, I think that's. I think that's a lateral that's, move at best. But I, yeah, I like Sadiq Bay to the Hawks. I I like Sadiq Bay to the Hawks because like Sadiq I, Bay. I I love him. Uh, I think the Warrior. I thought when the Warriors when the when the thought was that the Warriors were trading to get him, I thought that was a great. Um, uh, just a great idea because I just I I'm really high on that guy. But I do think that them getting Gary Payton uh, Jr. back or get whatever it is, yeah. the second or Gary Payton, whatever his the second junior, yeah, the second junior. Um, I do think that was great because they have been horrendous defensively. It, you don't get hurt as much with Poole out there now on the defensive end, bringing him back. But the only thing with me is like I I think Kerr, that that <laughs> that injury is incredibly serious and. Is Draymond actually gonna focus on basketball, or is he just gonna worry about his podcast and like sucking other guys off? Like I don't, I don't. Like that's all key. Like they need, they they, they need everything to like Sounds call like a hell of a podcast to make a run. We're killing it, killing it. No, I said from Draymond. I said sounds like a hell of a podcast. <laughs> I've uh, he was one of my favorite players to watch for years, and I'm just so like I'm so I'm so just done with him. Like just get 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 him out of there as soon as you can. Uh, I, I don't know. I, Whatever, as long as he's not sucker punching teammates, I. I... Yeah, like well, as I was say, he was he called he he was he was uh he was you know talking shit about Joe Sy, calling him petty for not not giving Kyrie what he wanted and sending him to the league. Player what he wants. Yeah, Why but it, this like by the way, get to call this, the shots? this is the guy that sucker punched his teammate because he got the contract extension before him. Like, <laughs> like you gotta be kidding me, man. Like I, he's whatever dude like i said i, I love the way he played for years and like he's just it's now now the now like the production doesn't outweigh the antics and now he's just annoying off the court too so i'm just like yeah whatever um what 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 do you i know you i know you like the bone bones island uh i think that's totally, i think but, besides the duran trade i think it's the best trade if you're giving like, bones, people are yeah. giving up like five 
picks for all the like everyone who got five picks for you know but for two second rounders you get bones highland and i think he'll fit in well there i don't know why denver was so high on trading him i don't understand because like, they want to get on the tax they want to oh under the luxury tax yeah oh, they want to be able to tax I don't know. I, because they're I, not because they're not because they're, they're not real contenders because they're worried I'm, about the south. They're worried about they're worried about the the, the tax. Instead if you of, want to worry about the tax, like yeah, exactly. You're not gonna win a title. This, yeah. Sell the team. Yeah. Yeah, sell the team. Um. Jeff, for because I, I want to do winners and losers and then we'll wrap up. Uh, Jay, any thoughts on the fringe trades? No, I mean. No. No. Okay. Um, lo- the the biggest losers of each conference. Um, in the West, I think Denver's the biggest loser. They get rid of a good a good young player to save money. They did nothing to improve their team. As crazy as crazy as it is, and we've we've laughed about it. Giving up four four first round picks for OG Ananobi is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Hundred percent ridiculous. I would have done it if I was Denver because I think Denver, I think they're close to being a title, a legitimate title contender. Their missing piece is somebody that is a guy that they can have on the core that they can trust defensively because their biggest problem is their two, their two best players are just one way guys like Jokic but and Murray are not good. If you're telling me God. they're trading Bones Highland to get under the luxury tax, they're sure as hell not trading for OG. I agree. Oh, I agree. But that's what I'm saying. That's that, that, that they're not serious contenders because they're worried about the tax. I would have 100%. I would have been on board if they would have traded for OG Ananobi at at the stupid price tag. And if the Warriors had traded, I don't think the Warriors are losers, but if the Warriors would have done it, I would have got I I would have understood because those are two teams that are that could actually I think are a piece away from being contenders, and I think he fits what they do. Like the the talk, there was a lot of talk about Memphis acquiring OG Ananobi, and to me that made no sense because they have they're all OG Ananobis on that team, <laughs> except for Dylan Brooks. So like to me, like he doesn't make them better. Like they needed like the the, the Grizzlies who are my other loser in the West for doing nothing. They're like losers, they need though. a Demar Derozan type of guy. They they need a Demar Derozan type of guy, a legitimate second option to Ja on the perimeter that you can trust in the last few minutes of, of a fourth quarter that is, that can create his own shot and has experience and veteran leadership. Like the Jay Crowder stuff with them. I don't, I don't, I thought that was dumb. And the OG stuff to me, they're the two losers in the West. Um, and in the East, I, I wish Milwaukee would have done more because I don't know why we're not screaming and hollering for Giannis to get as much help as possible. Like why Giannis isn't allowed, why we're not, why we don't want Giannis to capitalize on championships here while he's the best player in the league. And I don't, and Middleton's knee is mad suspect. Um, and I don't like Jay Crowder, but the only loser is the Philadelphia 76ers. Huge losers on the day. They're not, they're not a serious title contender. We saw that last night. Boston's missing four guys. They fucking lose the game. I mean, it's a big game in the standings too because you know Milwaukee's rolling into LA tonight, and they got you know they've got a lead. I you want Game Seven in Philly and not Game Seven in Milwaukee if you get to that point. They probably get swept by the Bucks at this point. They make no moves other than they trade Thibel to get under the tax, and they bring back fucking Jalen, whatever the fuck, Jalen McDaniel, whoever. Uh, you know. Vanderbilt, I, and maybe they didn't have the arsenal to get Vanderbilt and Beasley, but that should have been their targets. Those two guys, whatever they had to do, 
outside of trading Tyrese Maxey, they should have done to get those two guys on on this team. And, you know, it's it's just going to be another year where, you know, they'll maybe get to the second round and then they're either going to get smoked by Milwaukee or they're going to unexpectedly get smoked by Boston again. So to me, those are the, you know, those are the losers right there, those three teams. Sounds uh, like you're not trusting the process. I'm not. It's, I, you know, they have an uninspiring head coach. I love Jay Wright. I feel like, fuck, you know, like Glenn, you know, you watch Isaiah, I kept, while we were watching uh, LeBron pass Kareem the other night, all I kept texting in our one group chat to Teddy is fucking Isaiah Joe. I hate Glenn Rivers. Because we had <laughs> Isaiah Joe. And I said it last year. I'm like, stop playing Danny Green. I know what he is. I stop playing DeAndre Jordan. I know what that loser is. He sucks. Yeah, every every minute available should be getting played by B-Ball Reed and Isaiah Joe because you don't know what you might have in those guys. And they cut Isaiah Joe just to open a roster spot. Got nothing for him. And he could have been a valuable rotation player. Guys, The guy's one of the better three-point shooters in, in the league this year. You just saw he spoiled LeBron's night by just being a straight-up assassin on uh, – on Tuesday, yo, the Thunder was, were like MJ out there the other night, man. It's yeah, crazy. and he was, and he was on that. He was on the Sixers team, and there he goes. Yeah, which I predicted. I was like, yeah, you know, wherever he ends up, he's gonna fucking be a very be a productive role player because Glenn Rivers is just an un. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. whatever. Guys played with so many, yeah. so many great players. He has one title, one title to show for. He's blown more three-one leads than he's made championships. And people still like love this guy and act like he's like the best thing. The only thing I'll say, thank God the Sixers didn't do because this was the big. Uh, sorry, I'm ranting a little bit. This was the big talk from from people that think they know basketball that the Sixers should have traded like a- actual assets to get fucking DeAndre or um, Andre Drummond. Do people not watch the playoffs? He is unplayable. Like he is, he he's he's just a fatter Montrezl Harrell. That's all he is. Though when Davis got hurt against the Suns, they had Drummond, and the Lakers did they couldn't even play him because he was so bad defensively. And the Nets couldn't play him last year against the Celtics. Like I, I don't understand what people like. People like like ah, uh, Jesus. Sorry. All right. I'm I'm done. Tori losers for you for the, the straight line. Uh, losers are, to, like you said, the Grizzlies. To me, it, I don't know what the the Grizzlies' uh, draft pick situation is. I don't recall them ever shipping. Like, who would they ever? They probably they probably, they probably have all. Have they have all of them. They, yeah, so I think so. Yeah. If the Suns were able to get Durant for uh, Bridges, agreed. Bridges, uh, you know, Cam Johnson, uh, a player that never even saw. New Jersey or Brooklyn, and uh, four first. Bane and six first. I would offer. Why? I would. I would have gave first. No, I would have did Dylan Brooks, Danny Green, and maybe either a Conchar or a Zaire Williams, maybe a Xavier Tillman, and four or five first rounders for Durant. Like, why would you like? Why are you not making that offer? Like, I understand those guys are decent players, but this is this moves the needle. I, that's what. I, like, yeah, Bane. Yeah. That's what I always say is like, is it going to move the needle? Are you going to become like significantly better of a basketball team? And the answer is yes. So why why are we not doing this? Yeah, I, I would have moved Bain. To, I mean, Bain, Bain would have 100% had to be in the trade. Like, I and I wouldn't hesitate. It's like you're replacing Bain with Kevin Durant. Like, that's that's where people are like when they're, oh, well, how are they going to give up Bain, man? He's been so, it's like, yeah, but you're, you're, 
you're, you're upgrading him to Kevin Durant. <laughs> if you're doing so. Bane, you're offering like three first rounders. And yeah, throw, well, I, well, whatever they want. Yeah. I would have given them five. If they wanted it. Uh, <laughs> like I'm, you, you got, Memphis. Memphis has a small window here because yeah. they're never going to sign it. They're never a free agent's never signed. So like, if, if the one thing they really need is for uh, John Morant to stop thinking he's Tupac. Oh God! Uh, like if he could just yeah. concentrate on basketball. He, he had like a quote like earlier in some interview this year where like him and his mom were talking like, "Oh, we want to be a billionaire." I'm like. You better start acting like a goddamn billionaire. Stop trying yeah. to shed. Stop, you know. Oh god, he he just Shannon Sharp broke them, so they're toast. Yeah, but uh, he he needs to get his head screwed on right. If he can't mess with Sharp, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jo loses uh, the of the oh, trade deadline. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm not done. Yeah, hey, god, my bad, my uh, bad. Um, and my other biggest loser is a team that could have benefited from adding people. But their only move, which was a few years in the process, they needed to trade someone that they drafted, Kevin Knox, and a first-round pick to get Cam Reddish. (laughs) So that way they could trade Cam Reddish and another first-round pick to get Josh Hart. What are you doing, Knicks? What are you doing? doing just hold on to your they're first round up, picks setting up for jay just keep cam reddish sitting over there on the bench who cares what are you going to get to the fifth seed so you get swept in the first round <laughs> what are you doing just keep a first rounder you don't know what it'll turn into i know what josh hart Ooh. is and it's not going to move the needle oh it's so good god so what delicious. are we doing here I, I, mean, I was so this, miserable this guy, like, with oh god if, if you can't make a significant move make no move just sit there. I, I was care. so miserable with the Sixers that I just I wanted the Knicks to just be stupid and and just go bet the house on Zach Levine just so we could be extra miserable together. That's how petty. That's how petty. I was Joe Sy petty today. <laughs> no. I'm like I just I just I just want Levine to be on. The, I just wish that evil like, on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I just want I just want them to give up three first for Zach Levine so we can hear Tori absolutely lose his fucking beautiful mind. sons. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, that's who I honestly was looking at the trade deadline. I was the like, Bulls. I was like, so Miami did nothing, and yeah. OG Ananobi stayed in Toronto, and Toronto at Toronto. Toronto were buyers; they weren't even sellers. Guys, like, and Guy Zach Yaka Levine Pearl. is still a bull. So interesting. The Bulls traded. Yeah, I, I get the no Bulls. Yeah, we talked about. I I don't. That's why I don't consider the Bulls losers. Like, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago. It's like you you just you finally made the playoffs here after like a decent stretch of not making it. And just because like, you have, you know, the Lonzo thing is so weird, but, like, because you have now a down year, like, you're a little down this year for whatever reason, like, and you had injuries. some injuries, you're going you're gonna to blow the whole thing up. Like, how do you sell that to your fan base? It's like, we were, you know, for a good portion of last year before Lonzo got hurt, we were the top seed. In the, yeah, they were, yeah, they were the one or two seed for the East most of last year. Like, and we're just, we're blowing it all up now, like... I would I would have liked to see them try to move Vucevic because I didn't like that trade to begin with because I I'm a I like uh, went, or Wendell Carter even though he hasn't done much still with Orlando I mean it's, he's in Orlando so what he only Ball Ball can go can, can can wear a magic uniform and actually be good um, but you know they 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 were they wanted two first rounders for Caruso like they their asking prices were fucking insane apparently for a lot of their guys so Caruso's going for first round picks for two firsts now like that's nuts. I, I don't get what people were thinking. 
I, I, I guess it's just the Gobert thing. Like, I guess that has to be what it is. Like, the Rudy Gobert thing has just completely made everybody drunk and high on these trade calls. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, I think I, I think we I, got drunk and high doing a double wait, podcast here. Like, I, we're gonna, I got, we're gonna get a ton I, of clicks. This is gonna be good. We're getting. I got, I got two losers. I got yeah, two losers. Yeah, what do you got? What are your losers? Mark, Mark Cuban, who has to deal with Kyrie Irving now. That's his problem. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and Pat, <laughs> Pat Beverly, who uh, tweeted oh, out the one. reunion with D'Angelo one. Russell, and and then hours later was traded away unceremoniously. I, I'll oh, tell you, Pat he's Dev. a big loser. I I, I just. We talked about the Lakers getting Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley is dating Larsa Pippen, and the Lakers <laughs> have Scottie Pippen uh-huh. Jr. I don't know. Like, look, you could ask your your employees to be professional to a point. Actively trading for the guy who's kind of doing one of your employees' mom is kind of a weird thing. Like, I don't like... Well, I think, <laughs> I, 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 I think they probably should have put Scottie Pippen Jr. in one of those yeah, trades. Yeah, I mean, about his Jesus. Not worried about his feelings instead of getting the 39% yeah, three like, Yeah, exactly. Well, two, two things before we get out of but here that my, I forgot. My, pro- I forgot my thing mention. is, like, you keep them in the same locker room. Like, yeah. you can't do that. One of them's got to go. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, for the that's... Super Bowl, no, for the Super Bowl... I'm just excited to see Rihanna. I don't know about you guys. Roll oh, tight on right. Rihanna. And, uh, Drew, you said you had a non-sports question you wanted to ask us? Yeah, yeah. When, so, like, you know, I, one of my pet peeves is, like, when these stupid sayings, like, somehow become popular and I don't, I'm, I, you know, I just sit in my fucking room all day and work and I don't even go outside. That's why I get sick anytime I leave my house now. Um, <laughs> like, they'll, they'll, I didn't, I don't know when the flowers thing started. Oh, Anthony Davis is down. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't Shocker. know when the flowers thing started. When... When did this like script thing become oh, like like two weeks? When ago. did this Arian become Foster. a thing? Ar- Arian Foster was on a podcast. I think yep. it was Barstool. It was. And they were, and he was like, they gave me the script for the whole season. The whole NFL is scripted, and they're like, so like week thirteen, they said you're gonna get injured, <laughs> and this and your backup's gonna run for 120 yards, and he's like, yeah, it's in the script. The whole thing is scripted. So yeah, every- Foster went along with it, and now everybody's every <laughs> former player is like, like Dan Orlovsky's like, yeah, it was in the script. I had to run out out of bounds in the back of the end zone. So everybody's just playing into it now, and it's just feeding into all the people out there that really truly believe the NFL scripted, like you know the gamblers that lose big money, they're <laughs> pissed off. So I, now everybody's in on this joke that the well, NFL now, well, 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 no, well, now well, people I'll are using this for like inspirational stuff too. Well, now it's, so, like, it's already been killed. It's already been killed. Yeah, it's, now it's, it's like it's anymore. like oh like. So or so, yeah, like you know, someone read the or Tom Brady read the script. This is right. I was thinking, I was thinking Jordan read the script earlier with that breakdown. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm just like, when did this like? It's because I'm so annoyed. I'm like, when when did this become it? This is like my new like flower. That that is still the dumbest phrase to ever come. Uh, no, giving me flowers is a good one. Man. That's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Was that? Give me give me your flowers. Is it as bad as I'm him? Is it as bad as that? I mean, whatever. I mean, that's just gets, that's just being so overplayed now about I'm him. Like, listen, there's, like there's like yeah. five there's like five hymns in the world of sports and like <laughs> all these guys. Another fun one because I think I, did Gino Smith win comeback player of the year? Uh, I, I, did, I don't that understand I didn't see. how he would not. How is he? How? What, what did he come back from? Being bad? <laughs> Why was he even up for that award? And we listen. We're we're pro Gino Gino Smith on this podcast. What the fuck did he come back from? I had, I, I had no idea he was even ten up years for that of award. exile. That's where he came back from. That's insane. From like, he, he just stunk. <laughs> well, doesn't that count? 
That does no, count. No, yeah. it's supposed it's supposed to be like coming back from like an injury and stuff. McCaffrey, I feel like should have won According that. According but... to who? I think I feel like that's what it is every year. That's why we were making a big stink about Ben not even being um being up for it last year because when he was fucking noodle arm and then he came back last year and they won like 11, I mean it was two years ago when he was noodle arm and then they won didn't they re- they reeled off like eleven straight wins and then a player who has shown perseverance in overcoming adversity in the form of not being in the NFL the previous year a severe injury or simply poor performance uh, okay that, that I didn't simply. realize they had a, a pure definition on it but jeez. <laughs> That's wild. Like just because I suck, now I'm, I'm the comeback player of the year. Ugh. Well, I, I, right, I was guys. gonna say, can I do my one non-sports question? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Let's just, Ready? Yeah, three hours. Let's just, just keep going. Ready? Let's just go to the end of the lake. Today is National okay. Pizza Day. If you could order a pizza from one place, where would it be? Ooh. Ooh. Well, Jordan, well, Jordan, I'm starting with you. Let's go, Jordan. Or do you need more time? He sounds like he needs more time. Drew, you go. Um, I'm hoping he didn't die off because we've gone over two hours now because that'd be funny. <laughs> um, I'm going Domino's just because 555. Five, five, Jesus five, Christ. <laughs> okay, next, five, next person. 555 was the best part time of my life in college. Oh, it, I mean, it was oh great, but God, come on. Okay. What do you want? Oh, oh, you want me to? You want me to name Panzerilla some random yes, place in exactly. fucking South Jersey that you don't, exactly you don't even know what it is? For. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Panzerilla's pizza that no one even knows yes. what it is. Where is it at? Where is it at? It's in fucking Delaware, New Jersey. Beautiful. That's exactly what Domino's, I'm asking for. Baby. It's it's two miles away. It's two miles away from Martin's Liquor Store. Domino's. Uh, that's the name of this episode. Domino's. 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 Five five five. <laughs> Get out of here! Are you kidding me? Teddy, oh. save this somehow. Where are you getting pizza oh, from? Uh, well, this this pi- the, uh, this was my favorite pizza place. It doesn't exist anymore. He, he is at another location now. It's at my local joint. Name was Tavolino, known for their Sicilian pies with the extra crispy uh, pepperonis. Man, it was phenomenal with the hot honey. Uh, that's what that would be my go-to for the last three years, and now he's uh, that place closed up. He's down in Morristown, New Jersey now, Coniglio. So if you want a good pie like the one I used to get here in Wallington, New Jersey, look it up, Morristown, New Jersey, Coniglio's. Is that my Morristown right. or your Morristown? There's only one Morristown in New Jersey, my man. Hey, wait, are you saying Morris or Moors? Morris, Morris. Okay, I thought you said yeah, because Morris, uh, yeah, Morristown. Oh, is you're five talking. Feet oh, yes, Morristown. Okay. I apologize. Okay, Morris, no, you're good. Yes. You're good. What do you got, Jordan? Is it Beto's? Uh, Beto's. I, I had it uh, this week. I had Beto's. Awesome. Little Caesars. Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Beto's is awesome. Little Caesars like seven times a year. Well, Beto's is great. When I, went, when I went to Pittsburgh and jo- Jordan recommended checking this place out, the, the, the cold cheese on the pizza, it was worth the wait. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, I had Beto's this week. It's the cold cheese. It's good. Um Local chain by me, Olive Oils is good with the garlic. I do like that. Roasted garlic pizza. Nice. Um, uh, Fiori's in Pittsburgh, they say, is, is one of the best. Uh, Tori, it's 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 pretty much the same as Jake's in Belvernon, and Jake's I think is better. Okay. Uh, which I think people in Pittsburgh area would find interesting. Jake's Jake's thin crust pizza probably is the answer. It's just so good. Um, there was a, I had one recently in Chicago. I'm going back to Chicago in one, in Deep a dish. month from now. 
Paisanos, the Ooh, deep dish, nice. and they actually served a uh, New York thin crust as well. Uh-huh. Were that were cool. both awesome. Um, so I can't pick just one, but those are like four off the top of my I head. I tried Giordano. I, I did the road trip this past summer, Chicago, for the first time. Everyone says Giordano's. I, yeah, I, I had Giordano's, I, I loved I had it. Paisano's, yeah. so. I got to try that next time I'm in Chicago, yeah. What do you got, Tori? All right. Uh, went to uh, Hampton, uh, the the Hamptons this past year, and uh, mm-hmm. everyone was uh, telling me, oh, you got to try this one pizza place. You got to try this one pizza place. I thought it was okay, but there was another pizza place up in the Hamptons that I really like. It's called Pizzeria Brunetti, and they okay. did kind of like the uh, like Italian style, just like a like a like olive oil on the pizza and just like a flat crust, like all hand. You had the guy, you know, spinning the pizza in the air. It was fantastic. It well, was you can't beat that. It man. was delicious. You know, just mozzarella, like fresh mozzarella as the cheese. Artisan pizza, Ooh. fantastic. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there, and I, I just, hey. I just love that style of pizza. It just give, Neapolitan, yeah, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. Neapolitan style. Give yeah, me, give me that. Yeah, fuck you, Domino's is gonna have us. Domino's, Domino's, baby. Got it. I mean, God, yeah. God, <laughs> damn it, Drew. Uh, completely blew this assignment. I just kind of oh read the whole God. podcast. Uh, oh my God. All right, oh, guys, man. this is insane. Ugh. On that note, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Never nervous. Any given Sunday, you're either going to win or you're going to lose.